Welcome everybody to episode 31 of Diggy's Dungeon. It's a different show this week because I've just been on holiday for like the best part of two weeks in Korea. So everyone wants to hear how it was. And uh, I will deliver on that as best I can with my balked means. Uh, <laughs> so let's see how we go. I'm just going to ramble about my holiday and talk about how it was. So... Let's do that. This is going to look very balked if you're watching the video because I'm doing my best, but I have a single monitor set up and it means that doing this stuff is really awkward. But here we go. Uh, let's let's crack on. Okay, so... I was going on holiday. I, I flew, like, uh, the weekend before last, I guess? Or, like, the one before that? Um, yeah, so it was, like, flying overnight... And ending up in uh, in Seoul, like in the kind of like early evening uh, or like evening ish. So um, the first thing we saw when we got to our station is this big like projected picture on the side of a building. Uh, <laughs> we had fun because we were staying like um, near Seoul Station, like the main big station in Seoul. And um, the trouble is there's, like, every every station there has, like, a million exits. So uh, <laughs> you kind of just get, like, if you take the wrong one, you could end up, like, with no idea how to find where you're going. So that's what happened to us the first day <laughs> when we were all, like, quite sleep-deprived because we slept badly on this very long flight trying to find the way to our Airbnb. So we found, like, this stairway to hell that we started calling it. This was, like, the biggest stairway ever that we ended up having to go up because we went the wrong way to our accommodation. <laughs> so so there's, like, me, Zozo, who's, like, a, like, like, small, petite woman, slight build, and then my friend Rachel, who's asthmatic, all trying to get up this big motherfucker of a stairway with big... <laughs> Like big heavy suitcases, <laughs> so that was a horrible start to the holiday. But you know, <laughs> eventually we got to the place, and um, yeah, just had food, went to bed, all that shit. The next day we're like, let's go and explore. Let's go to um, like Namsan, where the big tower is on the on the side of a mountain. And um, so <laughs> even like we knew we picked a good time to go there because even the first day we go out, we find this on the walk to the station, just a beautiful cherry blossom tree on the way to the station in the middle of our like very residential, very normal looking area that we're staying in. Um, so that was great. And then I, I started this habit on the way we were walking. Um, there's like this really cool cafe uh, near Namsan called Noldam Space, uh, which has, has like, it's like, makes lovely lovely coffee and lovely snacks and the main thing about it is that you can send a you can write a letter to yourself to be delivered like in the ne like the next year so you can like uh, it's quite this sed sentimental thing where you write yourself a letter and then you can pick the date that you want it to be sent um so you can send one like for your birthday or if you've got an anniversary or that kind of thing so we were like let's go and walk like from one of the stations nearby to that and I had I started this habit of um, taking pictures of all the like bullshit English that I found. So um, here's some of that. We found we found Jesus coffee on the way to this. <laughs> you know, um, believe in the Lord when you need caffeine, I guess. Uh, what else did we find? So this was this was um, walking to the tower. You can see it from like so much of Seoul. You can see this big fuck off tower uh, on the way to basically anything. Um, 
what else did we find that was this more funny english yep so this was this was this place called foodie goody <laughs> a place next door called gent lady they're clearly going for gentle lady but it just does not work <laughs> so i was i was loving all the english this first day uh, what else do we have oh yeah this one uh, there's a place called she is cute on the second floor of this building and then lee public architects love to see that uh, <laughs> this is all just from one day's walking and we found probably my favorite name which is corky corky lab who doesn't want to go to corky corky lab whatever that is that sounds like the best place ever <laughs> what else did we find oh yeah there's a there's a laundrette called wash people fantastic <laughs> this is all on one walk and then here's um there's some brutal, brutal, brutal stairs on this walk. So there's um, this is from the inside of like an elevatory type thing, basically like a, I guess like a lift slash cable car that brings you up this big hill. So we just took a picture out the side of it, and already you're seeing like all of Seoul, and like, uh, yeah, just beautiful views even from this thing. <laughs> and then here's just a picture of just us walking down a street, a typical Korean street. This is just, this could be anywhere in Seoul, like. This is how it looks, residential streets. Uh, so then we get to Namsan, or closer to Namsan. This is from the roof of that cafe, because you can go out on the roof and just have a coffee. So this is amazing forest all around Namsan. There's like a massive park there, so um, that was nice. Here's what I ordered. Lovely coffee and a croffle with some peanuts and all that good shit. It was delicious, amazing. Best food I've ever had in a cafe. This um this co this coffee right has like basically Mr. Whippy on the top like soft ice cream. It was incredible, absolutely game changer coffee, just best I've ever had. Amazing. Uh, <laughs> so then after we've eaten, we like mince. You get to do like the whole melt the wax, do the stamp bit on your on your uh, letter. So here's mine. Didn't really work as as well as I wanted, but you know it's it's there. That will be arriving on my birthday next year with me. So there you go. Uh, Null damn space, very cute. More English. I found a place called The Pie. Who doesn't want to go there? That's as, that's as English as a place can be, going to a place called The Pie. But yeah, incredible. What, uh, what were these? I think this is just more walking down the streets. Because look, look at how, like... Do you feel like you're in a K-drama yet? Look at this street, man. This is like the most Korean street in the world. And that's Zozo, obviously, who I'm with. Uh, who I'm with for this trip. Had a good time with her. Um, right, um, so here's walking up towards the Namsan Park after we've had our coffee. Beautiful forest all around. Great place. Uh, this is a, this is like a stat, like a series of statues commemorating the, um, comfort women in the war. So it's quite distressing how young they all look, but yeah, um, has to be commemorated, obviously. Uh, and then we get to, like, the cable car place, or near to it. And this is just a view of Namsan Park and the tower. And then I've got a shitload of photos like on the way up and at the tower itself. So I think this one was taken while I'm on the on the cable car. So you're just heading up through all this different colored foliage. Really lovely around there. You get to the top and uh, there's this big old like public plaza that everyone's around and there's these beautiful buildings. And there's, uh, it's a tradition that everyone buys locks, all of the couples, so there's like a bajillion locks on these gates. These are all just from different couples. 
eventually they cut them off though so there was actually not a lot of point in doing it it's not like in japan where some of the places you can leave it on there and 20 years later it's still there they cut them off every year here because they get too many i think so that's all the locks on namsan tower and then you get the view from namsan tower i mean wow <laughs> look at it this isn't even up the top this isn't even in the tower yet this is just like the platform that you go up to to go in the tower and already that's the view you get uh, what else have we got? So, what's this? This is, I think, just a view of, like, the public area up here. Everyone's just sat, chatting, taking beautiful pictures, you know. It's a lovely, lovely place. Uh, let's go to when I'm actually up the tower. You get some insane views from up here. And because of, um, the, like, I think it's, uh, it's pollution and dust, I think, you get this, like, misted view of everything in the background which looks amazing like i'm sure it's not good for your health but it looks incredible when you're taking pictures these like mountains in the mist at the back it's just amazing and uh i think we got i got like a million photos from up here because i really liked it but i'll just click through a few of them so you get views of all over seoul because you can at the top there's like um it's like an observation platform that you can all be on and you walk around, obviously it's all covered in glass, but on the glass, it right, it shows like where you're facing towards. So there's there's one that's like saying, oh, you're facing towards London or you're facing towards Tokyo or Shenzhen, wherever the hell else. So you can basically, you can get a 360 degree view from wherever. So uh, <laughs> yeah, you can look out over all the different parts of Seoul, all the mountains, all that stuff. So it's really, really nice up there. Very, very pretty. Got some more English pictures from the, uh, from the um, gift shop up there. There's uh, one here that you can buy for your partner saying that you're a couple fit as a pudding. Don't know what that's supposed to mean, but I'll, I'll, I had to take a picture of it, you know. Uh, <laughs> that was great. This, this one was great too. I'll stroke your burnt out heart. <laughs> what the fuck is that even supposed to mean? Uh, <laughs> yeah, excellent stuff. What else was there up here? What was this? Oh, this was me being a child taking a picture of the cock. Um thing that you can buy up there <laughs> there's there's the cock you know love to, love that oh this was this was a sign in the toilet there telling you not to climb on it i don't know why you had to have a sign for that but i guess a lot of people are getting leverage while they shit up on uh namsan tower <laughs> so there's that that's great uh we got a picture on the way out of what the tower looks like at night it gets all lit up so up here this like platform up here i don't know if you can see my mouse but um yeah there's like a big this is where like the viewing platform is at the top there on north seoul tower get pictures of like all of the lights on the way down like this is seoul at night you know good shit uh what else did we have i got zozo on this crazy light art bench that we were going past <laughs> this was just on a walk to like a station on the way home we found this light up bench and she was like i need to get an aesthetic picture on here so there you go uh <laughs> the next day we were like more cute cafes so we went to myeongdong to this cafe that sells um like really good quality uh matcha stuff and opposite us was another f fantastic bit of english which is cafe lucky ducky you love to see it i don't know why cafe lucky ducky is exclusively attended by business people but it seems like it is so um, so we were all having good fun in Mecha across the road, and uh, all the business people were in loving Cafe Lucky Ducky. 
Um, <laughs> then we went shopping in Myeongdong, and I found more funny English, which I think I already showed this one. Something Japan and Juicy Juice are both colors for your lips. Uh, i got some more. This is all from Etude House, I think. Um, you've got Dancing China and Smoky Salmon, also lip colors. <laughs> Just amazing. Uh, then there was, we went to, yeah, this, um, this, like, this, uh, crazy, like, five-story or something, uh, shop, which is all the different, um, floors are di themed differently. It's themed as though it's, like, a hotel, and then each the each of the floors has different aesthetic. I got a picture of the laundry, uh, aesthetic room, which is, you know, uncanny. You've got all these washers everywhere. You go through and there's, like, there's like a wet room part of the room and things like that. It's very cool. This is just a place you can buy like makeup or clothes or whatever. So we just saw that while we were there. So here's yeah, here's their their cafe that's themed after like a wet room slash pool. It was closed the day we went there, but it looks pretty cool. Uh, then I found we found another cafe walking through Myeongdong is like um, the closest area that's a really busy shopping street to where we went. And there's this place selling uh, like Americanos with, with dog ice cubes in. <laughs> you can get a pug ice cube in this cafe. Wild. Uh, we didn't go to that one in the end, but this was their opening to the shop as well. Very aesthetic, very cool. Um, beautiful, beautiful stuff. Oh, and we had we had uh, food, which was this massive pot of, like, that galbi, which is, like, um, like, bits of chicken in with, like, spicy stuff and then like a ring of cheese that you can then dip in with there so that was delightful enjoyed that and that was very cheap as well the food there was unreal cheap compared to home you're hungry oh i better not show any more um <laughs> any more pictures of food then that would be terrible here's a picture of the first receipt when i went <laughs> when i went album shopping which it looks incredible when you're like i'm spending a quarter of a million of something but it's not actually as much as you think it is in one. So that was my first big shopping day of buying albums. It was 246,001. Um, so the day after that, yeah, so basically Myeongdong, we just went shopping and had food, was basically what we did that day. And the day after, we went to Lotte World, which is like the kind of Korean version of Disneyland, I guess, is the closest. Uh, on the way, they have like this mock-up of a, of a fountain, uh, which looks pretty incredible when it's just in some little crappy shopping mall um you go to lottie world there's this giant tower next to it which is what we copied um for the shard in london clearly because they had this first this looks way better than the shard as well um then we got inside lotte world here's a picture of inside lotte world some of you have probably seen this before because people do performances here all the time in k-pop um, so that's like their stage where they do this naff musical later on with like all of the animal mascot things that they have. Weird, but yeah. Uh, this was this was Zozo's day because she fucking was like the number one thing on my list is Lotte World, so I had to trudge around there and queue lots. That was fun. Here's uh, a bit more of Lotte World inside. You've definitely seen this before because people perform here all the time. Um, what else did I have? Oh, yeah, here you go. Here's my ears. I got frog ears while I was there, and I looked so happy about it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we all got a bit suckered into the Lotte World aesthetic and got ourselves some ears. So I got I got frog ears. I think Zozo got um, bunny ears, maybe, and uh, Rachel got cat ears. But yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry if you're hungry, but Lotte World food... 
surprisingly good. Like uh, kimchi stew with rice and delicious bits of pork and all the little banchan that you need. So that was good. Wasn't even that expensive. Uh, um, here's like the entrance to Latte World when it's lit up at night. I didn't take that many pictures of Latte World because we just spent ages queuing and like going on rides. So there's there's their version of the Shard lit up at night. Looks sick. And also like some of these buildings around here, there's like, um, there's a building. I don't think I got a picture of it, but um, when we were queuing for one of the rides, there's a building like near this one that um, uh, like when someone's in a lift, it lights up where the lift is and you can see it going up and down the building which is quite trippy and kind of privacy invading, I feel like. It's pretty cool looking, but I wouldn't want that if I'm in a lift for everyone to know where I am. But uh, yeah, that was cool. Uh, what happened the next day? I don't even know what these pictures are. I think this is just random us walking. Yeah. Oh yeah, so the next day um, me and Zozo uh, went out together and just had a walk, basically. We went to like a, a big market near where we were um, called Namdiman Market, which has like enormous quantities of shit you can buy. We basically just went there to like soak in the atmosphere and we ended up finding one of the city gates by accident. <laughs> so this is one of the city gates. <laughs> uh, here, I took a picture of the ceiling in there because it was very cool. Look at this. Amazing. Looks incredible. Uh, um, what else did we do there? So I got pictures of some of the cool stuff in the area because we were just wandering around and finding that everything was closer than it should have been. So I think this is like a fountain that we found near Myeongdong because this is like the um, I think it's either City Hall or, or like Central Bank maybe is the building behind this um, this big fountain uh, which is all really close to where we were shopping before in Myeongdong so um, that was cool um, I don't think I, I don't think I took many more pictures that day but yeah we just walked around basically uh, that day and just found stuff which is fun to do you know I, I really love doing that uh, I got a picture of some of the food we got in Myeongdong because you got these sausages that are like cut up like they're like an octopus. <laughs> so that was cool. They were delicious too. Amazing. And a kimchi pancake, of course. Absolute classic. Banger. Staple. Gotta have that. Can't close this for some reason. There we go. And then, of course, that night, I met a legend. I met a viewer. And that is Alex. This handsome gentleman right here. We went out for um, barbecue in Gangnam, and uh, I think I discovered who the uh, who the anonymous sugar daddy is because he paid for all of it, like an absolute champion. Like, oh my lord! I I went for like a pee at the end of the meal. And he was like, "Oh, I've already paid for it." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, face reveal, Alex and me. There you go. Uh, <laughs> so that was cool. It was a really confusing restaurant we were in, though, because like. Um, is basically all self-service. Um, so you basically, you sit down and you just go and help yourself to shit. And then they, I don't even know how they bill it, but they bill you at the end. I don't know how it works because I didn't get to pay. But um, yeah, they have like a, they have like a thing on the menu saying like, oh, you pay this much if you want just, just pork or this much if you want this and beef and whatever else. And then none of that was like obviously available. So we just kept having shit loads of pork, I guess. Which is the main thing that this this um, place does, hence the pigs on the wall. Uh, but yeah, that was that was meeting Alex, an absolute legend. Love to see it. We ended up like going around a couple of shops afterwards because we wanted to soak in the vibes of Gangnam because it was really cool at night. And I found Bussy in a store. <laughs> I found a fruity Bussy in the store. So where the fuck is Lemon? Because she would love this. <laughs> 
anyone who's listening to the audio is going to be so confused. But yeah, Fruity Bussy exists there. There you go. <laughs> I also found Dong A uh, in one of the stores too. I was just taking pictures of all of the like most childish English I could find. Um, so this was uh, because one of my... Yeah, Rachel was looking around this shop and it was taking forever. So I was like, oh yeah, just Jerk Fairy. Let's get a picture of that. That'll be perfect. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know what they're going for with this one, but um, there's some incredible English. <laughs> so that was that day, meeting the legendary Alex. I'm pretty sure he's the uh, he's the anonymous sugar daddy after all. We gave it, we gave Akio all that shit, but this guy's just out here chucking money at everything, you know, buying me food, buying tickets to two days of stadium tours for Red Velvet, you know, traveling over just for fan stuff, you know. Uh, all I'm saying is Alex is Alex is loaded. <laughs> Clearly, Alex is loaded. <laughs> uh, but yes, the next day it was another calm day, just me and Zoe, because um, yeah, Rachel was meeting up with one of her friends because she's got a bunch of friends that live near Seoul. So uh, we just were like, "Fuck it, parks." So we went to Hyochang Park, which wasn't super far from us. Here's a little bit of that. It was uh, yeah, lots of trees, lots of nature. This also had a lot of like history stuff to do with. Um, Korea's uh, like independence, fighting for independence. So there's this uh, statue of uh, I can't remember his name, but he's one of the, like major martyrs. Um, so he was like part of the independence movement. He's pictured throwing a grenade because that's what he did. He tried to th- throw a grenade at Emperor Hirohito to try and kill him and and restore like independence for Korea. And I think he I think he missed, but he got like um he got like honored and yeah is considered like a hero. So that was very cool to see. There's like all of these uh, tablets everywhere showing you. So yeah, this is this dude. He he took a written oath to say that he would try to kill Hirohito, uh, but it didn't didn't work out. <laughs> uh, he tried his best though. But you know that was uh, that was a cool statue to see. You got a lot of monuments there. This is like um, I can't remember what this is for. I think this is um, either for Kim Gu, who's like one of the main leaders of the independence movement or it's like a memorial to people it's one of those two there was a lot of historic stuff in this park so it was hard to keep track of all of it uh but obviously there we also picked the best time of the year to see all of these blossoms just cherry blossom everywhere all this beautiful white blossom so all over the park we're seeing all these different bits of blossom look at this you're just walking through it all in the park as well it's so nice uh, and then we also went to another park, which is Yongsan Park, which is like one of the biggest parks in Seoul, as far as I know. I think this is all still Hyochang. Yeah, this is all Hyochang. Um, so then we went to, yeah, we went to Yongsan Park, which is also where like the Museum of Korea is. So this is the National Museum of Korea here. We walked past to get to the park. And there's like beautiful water everywhere, blossom everywhere. The vibe was incredible because everyone was having such a nice time. There's like families everywhere, couples everywhere. Just everyone just loving the sunshine in this park. All this beautiful blossom. It was a great, great vibe. Loved it. Blossom everywhere, couples everywhere. Look at all of it. Lovely stuff. And uh, yeah, we ended up walking around this park like for ages trying to find the way through. It turns out loads of it's fenced off and you can't actually go through the whole thing. Um, <laughs> so that was fun. So we ended up just walking all over the place in this park, finding all the different views of all the blossom. 
and uh, we ended up having to go to the <laughs> we went to the National Museum of Korea not to look through it but to get food because we were like where the fuck is food anywhere and I I need the toilet where's the toilet so we like dashed into the museum to just like pee and eat food so that was fun uh, <laughs> more pics on the way out this is like a park that's all about you know the restoration of Korea so you get all these all these um, flags everywhere surrounded by blossom you have to it's a fucking trek uphill to get to this as well just like a lot of stuff is in Seoul Seoul is incredibly hilly if you didn't know by the way like remarkably uphill everywhere yeah so you get views everywhere of all of this awesome shit so on the way back from the museum beautiful pagodas everywhere look at this big fat gong right in the middle of there um yeah so we're, we're walking through this park again there's more stuff there's flowers everywhere blossom everywhere you look out onto the pagoda which is on the water beautiful stuff uh what else did we, i think that was the end of that day yeah so that day we basically just went around the parks and then went home <laughs> Lots of nice stuff. What do we do the next day? Got pictures from the next day here. Oh yeah, looking out. I think this was our Suwon day. Yeah, so we went to Suwon to meet up with one of uh, Rachel's friends, um, Sonia, who is, um, yeah, like, um, she, she's like, she's 30, but she looks like she's about 17. <laughs> so that was an interesting one. Because we met up with her and immediately me and Zoe were talking about, like, oh, we're so fucking old because she's 30 and I'm 28. And, uh, <laughs> and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm ancient, I'm 28. And she kind of, Sonia kind of was like, oh God. Because <laughs> she's older than me, but she does not look it. So here's, um, yeah, one of the uh, classic structures from like the old part of Suwon. They have this sick painting everywhere. Uh, yeah, just amazing decoration. I took a bunch of pictures on the way because we had this very long walk going uphill. So here's uh, walking towards like the ancient walls of Suwon. Lovely stuff. Beautiful, like, plazas, stuff growing. There's a church there, randomly. Churches are just put wherever they will fit in Korea. It's not like in the West where, like, a church will have its own land. There's, like, churches in tower blocks in, in Seoul. It's wild. <laughs> you look over and there's a skyscraper with, a, like, a cross on the top of it. It's bizarre where churches are. But, um, but yeah, Suwon is beautiful. You're walking along the wall with flags and with like blossom everywhere just incredible i really really liked suwon suwon is very pretty there's a shitload of pictures of the blossom this day because there was loads of it um, so yeah this is this is part of the walkway once you walk further uphill there's just blossom everywhere it's gorgeous taking pictures off the wall more blossom looking at the in the distance at the less enjoyable parts of suwon Oh, Suwon was awesome. I really enjoyed Suwon. Yeah, you're like walking up towards like a forest all the way up this path. Incredible. It was, we got our steps in big time on this holiday. Um, it was a shit ton of walking. <laughs> Just unreal amounts of walking. So here's, yeah, the top of Suwon. Here's this, uh, the pagoda. And then you get obviously the views out into the city. Just incredible views. There's, like, beautiful plants everywhere when you're at the top of these places, too. I don't know how they do it, but, um, yeah, here's Suwon. Very nice. This might have been my favorite day, Suwon. Suwon was incredibly charming. 
Yeah, it was, it was it was less busy than Seoul. I think is the main thing. You feel like you actually have time to enjoy places when you go to Suwon. And a big old gong. You could you could uh, gong this one, but you had to pay. So uh, there's like a big like battering ram thing here that you basically have to all pull out and slam into the bell. Uh, but yeah, Suwon, incredible. Is uh, us walking through the woodland. Lovely stuff. Uh, what else? Oh yeah, we walked. We walked along this road there that was just the entire top of it was just covered by blossom. So I had to get a picture peering through. Obviously, a few of them. <laughs> Can't say no to more. It was just unreal pretty there. Here's like a yeah, one of the old gardens there. Just beautiful. Very enjoyable area, Suwon. Very enjoyable. And then of course we continued our cafe addiction there. <laughs> Some nice coffees. I got Meshelade, which is like apricot aid, which was delicious. Yeah, that's that's our, our Suwon Cafe. Got the vertical pick, obviously, you gotta do it. Everyone was doing it. <laughs> so uh yeah, that was lovely, lovely, lovely stuff. Uh what else? So this is pics of like towards sunset in Suwon. Yeah, we ended up walking like down to the street level when it was sunset, so that was delightful. You can see it's it's less busy than Seoul, but it's still busy as fuck there. Like, yeah. Places are very busy. I had to get a picture of the main <laughs> the main advert we found there. So when you go to Seoul, Sherry is fucking everywhere, man. This advert is absolutely everywhere. <laughs> Every station she's there advertising Edu will just, <laughs> just we we ended up being like a running joke on our holiday that we'd go to a different station and there'd be somebody else advertising Edu will and we're like you're not Harry you can't lie to us and say that you're Harry this isn't gonna work <laughs> she's like she was like the symbol of stability for us that we were back on uh, in Seoul Station because yeah this advert was just everywhere <laughs> in Seoul Station <laughs> it was wild. Um, so the day after that, I think, we went to um, Guanghuamun, which is like where the main palace is. You get this giant statue of Kim Sejong. Um, yeah, incredible to look at in the sunlight. He just beams at you. <laughs> and then, of course, we're walking towards the main palace. You got mountains in the background and the bit, the enormous gate. This was like not a good day because it was way too hot it was absolutely boiling that day it was so like humid and hot the sun was like killing us <laughs> and there's people when you go into this palace as well you um you can pay for it to go in like we did or you can rent hanbok and get in for free if you wear hanbok you go in for free so there's a shit ton of people in Hambok here, and I don't know how they did it because it was absolutely molten that day. So here, there's loads of people in Hambok everywhere just going in. It was super busy. Cats, cats everywhere. You know, these epic hats. Uh, yeah, just way too hot for us. So uh, <laughs> it, it was also incredibly busy, as you'd expect, because it was a very hot summer day or whatever, and everyone decided to go out. I know it's not summer there, but for us, it feels like summer. Here's some of the decoration of the palace. Just such intricate paintwork everywhere. It's it's kind of sad when you go in and realize that it's all just reconstructed because the original was like destroyed years ago. So nothing is original there. It's just kind of, it's almost like they built a replica almost, but it's 
still quite striking to look at. Um, see how he went to went to the main palaces. Oof, that's a that's a blurry one. I've got to get a better one than that somewhere. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so here's like the inside of the throne room. There, look at the paintwork; it's so intricate. You know this this glorious throne as well. But um, yeah, it was it was an impressive place, but it was hard to enjoy it when you're like struggling in the heat. Here's another of the palaces there. There's like a series of different palaces there and and different shrines. So. Shitloads to see, but not for us because we were like dying after like two or three of the places we saw. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, it's, a, it's an incredible looking place, but do not go when it's hot because it is brutal. There's like no shade basically in a lot of these places. More of the decor. A lot of the places painted quite similar, but incredibly intricate. Like we were saying this while we were over there. Isn't it incredible how like, <laughs> you know, we think of like, British like medieval stuff as being like full of class but it's basically just we like we were like fuck it just put a slab of stone there that'll do and they're out here with like this intricately painted wood and like perfectly made mortar and things and like the effort di like difference is just incredible between our castles and their palaces <laughs> um so yeah, more Guanghuaman. So yeah, this is like to give you an idea of how hardcore the sun is. You're just on this sand the whole time, walking around, and it's boiling. Uh, <laughs> sun's just absolutely beating down on you. S the heat is stifling. You get some pictures of these cool parts, like there's this. This is just over a bridge on its own little island. But um, yeah, very hard to enjoy uh, for us. Here's uh, one of the main streams that people go to to look at the. Um, this is in Dongdaemun. Um, I think a lot of people look at the look at the blossom here, but there wasn't too much there when we were there. Um, what else was there? So the next day, what did we do? It's hard to remember what we did every day. I think the next day was me and Zoe on the wall. Yeah. So I think um, yeah, the next day me and Zoe went and climbed the city wall. There's like trails you can do of the city wall all around uh, Seoul. So we did the Naksan Trail through Naksan Park, and it was absolutely lovely. So you're basically simultaneously climbing this ancient wall, learning about the history of it, and going through like a beautiful forested park. So it was really a big win, you know? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Naksan Park was stunning. So yeah, we were climbing this wall the whole day, just walking like crazy. His, we weren't even like that far up the hill at this point, and we we're overlooking people's balconies and tower blocks and shit, so that was cool. Um, what else was there so here's like further up the, the vibrancy of the colours everything is so beautiful here there's pink flowers bright yellow bushes you know incredible to look at this is um like an like an aside to the wall I think you can go to like a plaza where you can hang out and plants everywhere some more blossom on the wall because of course it's blossom season we accidentally booked it at the absolutely perfect time to see all the blossom Further up, there's like little viewing platforms, and you're you're overlooking through like fern trees and these this beautiful blossom everywhere. So that was amazing. Further down the trail, little smiley face man on the floor helping guide you to God knows what. But you know, <laughs> we found the little smiley face man on the floor. That was that was cute. <laughs> yeah, we really enjoyed the the wall. We ended up walking all over the place. So um, we walked because we were trying to find the other part of the wall. And like, 
it it just kind of abruptly stops at points and then you it tells you that there's another trail but there's no wall there so you can't actually you don't know where you're going and on the way to looking for another part of the wall we found a crane just chilling at the side of that stream in Dongdaemun um which is quite weird for us because you don't see these back home these these just do not exist in the UK as far as i'm aware and it's just like there's no there's nothing separating you from the crane it's just there chilling at the stream so everyone's just walking past taking pictures which was pretty awesome uh, what else uh, did I take any more pictures that day not really I guess I took more pictures because we went further up the wall again we basically hiked the trail and then looked for another part of it couldn't find it and went back to the trail and went back over it again because Naxan was so nice uh, but yeah here's just a view of like climbing the wall you can still see Namsan Tower in the distance there's so many places you can see Namsan from in Seoul it's very very cool and uh oh i think i got a food pick what did we get that day oh yeah so this was the day we went for <laughs> we went on like a um like an adventure in the evening uh to try and find somewhere decent for food around where we were and we ended up walking in the rain for fucking ages finding somewhere because <laughs> we were like we'll just look around the station and then we looked a little bit further afield and we're like oh but what's down this alleyway Oh, but what's down this alleyway? We ended up back in Myeongdong again, which is like the main shopping area near us. So, yeah, we just were like walking around in the rain, just looking for somewhere to eat. And we ended up having this amazing feast. This is like a, there's like a beef, uh, like a sweet beef stew. Uh, we got some big mandu, some dumplings, and um, bossam, which is like sliced cuts of pork that are just beautifully cooked. So that was a really enjoyable meal after... Oh, and we had uh, macaulay and beer with it, so we were a bit slozzed that day. Got a bit pushed, you know. Too much, too much uh, soju, too much mekju, too much macaulay. So there's no pics from the following day because we were a little bit ill. Because <laughs> we were just, we were just on it. We had a session when we got back from that dinner, so <laughs> we were a little bit out of it after that, you know. <laughs> Uh, only we would like fuck up the holiday just having a sesh at the Airbnb, but we did. Uh, it had to be done. And then I got a picture the the day after that when we were out of a smiling toilet. <laughs> you don't want to know the things he's seen. <laughs> oh dear God! What else did I? Do? Oh, I think this was yeah the the day after our like horrendous hangover day. We ended up being like, we've run out of things that we really want to see, so let's just go to the areas that people keep telling us is are like amazing and great for Westerners. So we went to um, Hongdae, and we also went to um, Itaewon that day. And we fucking hated those places, but we did find a place called Egg Slut, uh, which is just an incredible name for someone to eat. <laughs> I want an Egg Slut where I live, you know? It was, yeah, incredible brand name. Uh, but yeah, we were not big fans of Hongdae or um, or it, particularly Itaewon because they feel so much more Western than like the rest of Korea does. Uh, like we we liked the very kind of Korea-y areas, like the the traditional parts. We really enjoyed the wall, you know. Really loved Suwon stuff like that. But Itaewon and Hongdae are like like Hongdae is basically uh, Shoreditch. For the Brits in the um in the audience, it's basically like supposed to be trendy, but it's all just a bit not great, you know. It's I'm sure it's great if you want to get on it and have a sesh, but we weren't really about that at that point, so we didn't like that. And um, 
And Ite One's even worse. Ite One is like um <laughs> T might know what I mean. I don't nobody else will because it's a bizarre sounding place, but we decided Ite One is like um Elephant and Castle if it cost as much as um as like the West End does. <laughs> it's the worst kind of place. It looks like an absolute fucking shithole. But everything's like Gucci and Dolce and Gabbana and Maserati around every corner. It's a fucking nightmare, that place. We were not fans at all. Um, yeah, not a big fan of of, of Itaewon or Hongdae, really. Uh, Hongdae did have this really cool cafe that we went to, though. I didn't take any pictures. Let me see if I can like find any pictures online of um, Hongdae Cafe. Because it was, it was really cool, this cafe we were in. Uh, let me see if I can get it up. It's called Cafe Mellow, and the aesthetic is kind of amazing, and they had delicious food and drinks. Um, is there any pictures of it? What the fuck are these pictures? <laughs> There's some random pictures in here, but, uh, I'm trying to find pictures of, like, the actual decor of the place, but it's not really happening. Um, hang on, let me just get up the browser view so you can see what I'm looking at. So there's like... <laughs> it's really hard to see what it's like here, but it's a really cool cafe. It's got like... Bauhaus aesthetic, so it looks like... kind of incredible. And they make this amazing food there. I had a, I had a, um, a strawberry croffle, which was just like lathered in cream. Delicious. I don't know why there's so many cats here. It's not even a cat cafe, but I guess further up you'll see more of like what it's like. Um, so yeah, there's like these this awesome aesthetic all over the place, and like delicious um, drinks there. There's basically a one man show. The guy making the drinks there, but um, I think it's a, a place that a lot of celebrities go because uh, there was like um, I'm pretty sure on the wall there was like signed. Uh, you know they do that thing where they get c celebrities to sign, like a whatever when they when they eat somewhere. They had a bunch of like s signatures on the wall. There was like Treasure had eaten there, Blackpink had eaten there, someone else. Like yeah, I think it's it's probably a popular place for celebrities. But it was a cracking cafe. We we're big fans of that place. Uh, but yeah, that's basically the Seoul holiday summed up. Uh, I had a really good time. Uh, the only real like difficult bit was like you kind of learn more about who you click with and who you don't when you spend that much time with people. I definitely clicked with one of my friends more than with the other while I was there. So that was uh that was kind of interesting to learn. But yeah. Um yeah, good time. Good holiday. <laughs> Enjoyed it. Spent too much money on albums, but everything else was cheap as hell. You know? So yeah, that that's my holiday. Any any questions before we move on to regular show? stuff yeah it's just it's just like differences in opinion of what you want to do i think because like um I, I prefer to like not have a rigid plan when i'm going places on holiday i just want to pick like a basic area and then just walk around and see what i see whereas some people prefer to like meticulously plan things so i don't click with those people you know whereas i just i just like discovering stuff like like the day when um, we went to Nandu and Market and found all the different areas around there and how they connected back to where we were was like awesome to me. Whereas if I'd planned to go and see particular things there, I would have I might not have spent very long there because there's not that much to see. So um, 
yeah, it was just that was the only real dampener was like not getting on as well with one of the one of my friends. But you know, it happens. I didn't even show the um we did like a photo booth thing in uh in Suwon with Sonia and all of us. So I don't know if you can see it on the picture, but they filtered the fuck out of us on this this photo booth thing. Uh, <laughs> so like it looks like I've got like uh laser blue eyes because it made my eyes way bluer than they actually are in these pictures. <laughs> and uh Sonia looks like even more young than she actually does in those pictures, which is kinda wild. But yeah, that was it was it was great. Um <laughs> I'm sorry if that was a rambly weird sum up of it, but that's the best I could do. You think you would have liked the park day the best? I thought the park day was kinda mid, to be honest. It was it was decent, but there was like much better days than that, in my opinion. The holiday. I think um the trouble was we didn't really plan it as as we don't, but uh one of the like Yongsan Park was kind of it looked like it was going to be incredible, and then it ended up being a little bit disappointing because we got through a bunch of it and we're like, oh, you can't actually go through the other side of the park. Great. It's just all fenced off and there's like nothing you can do about it, which was a bit sad. But uh, still a good day. Still just good wandering around. You would have been big on the Namsan day. Yeah, the Namsan day was fucking awesome, to be fair. That was epic. That was That was an incredible first day of the holiday. <laughs> like... We literally the day before just got lost on the way to the on the way to our Airbnb and then just like had a bit of food and went to bed. And then the next day we're like walking all around Namsan area, having this epic fucking coffee, sending a letter to myself, going up a tower, getting the best views ever. Like it was fucking awesome. It was like immediately I was in love with this holiday. But um yeah, that was cool. Suwon was incredible too. Suwon was absolutely beautiful. I think Suwon was probably my favorite day. Like we just um met because like partially because uh, Sonia was just absolute like an absolute delight to be around. She was so like charming and funny and yeah, she was epic. Um and also obviously Suwon is like a beautiful town with a shit ton of history which I'm all about. So that was that was great. Um yeah, had a good time. And now I'm back, and I'm realizing even more so how crap the UK is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but that's how it is, you know. <laughs> but anyway, um, I was going to talk about um, the songs I heard while I was there, if I can get that up. Let me see if I've got it up. Does anyone want to guess what the most popular songs there were? Because it was kind of surprising. Uh, <laughs> some of the songs we heard there, I was very surprised by. Um... Anyone got New Jeans? I did hear New Jeans a bit. It wasn't as much as you thought. That's not the most popular songs that I heard. They were around. I heard Attention a few times. I heard Cookie a couple times. But um, not like... It wasn't like everywhere you go you hear New Jeans. They were they were advertising a lot of stuff. But their music didn't seem to get played that much compared to some other stuff. Do you know what the most popular songs were? GC's new song? No, I didn't hear it out anywhere. It was It came out while I was there. We listened to it like at the Airbnb. So they didn't play that. Um, you know what the most popular songs were? <laughs> Itsy's Sneakers is for some reason played fucking everywhere, man. <laughs> that song is so popular in the shops. I have no idea why. I didn't hear Cheshire like once, but fucking Sneakers is everywhere. <laughs> it's so popular. <laughs> I heard Anti-Fragile a couple of times. Not that much. Like, occasionally. 
But um, that was like one of them that I only heard like once or twice. Um, <laughs> the most popular songs. Uh, Swither will be happy because Teddy Bear is played all the fucking time in shops as well. You hear that everywhere. Uh, <laughs> I guess they just picked the most mid songs to play in, in shops. But yeah, they played that everywhere. And Kai's fucking Rover is so popular. It's everywhere. Everywhere you go, you hear Rover. Every shop. Every street. Fucking Rover. Everywhere. I was so fucking sick of it. It's the worst song. <laughs> it's such a bad song. But Rover is fucking everywhere. So popular. Um, and also, weirdly, SNSD's Forever One gets played quite a lot. Like, pretty often. I heard it, like, several times in Myeongdong. They kept playing Forever One, which, of course, Zozo was living for because she's a diehard, like, Taeon alting crazy person that just is obsessed with SNSD. She bought, like, all of the rare SNSD stuff while we were there. She got, like, the Twinkle album and, like, uh, Taeyeon's Christmas album and loads of random bits of SNSD album merch while we were there, so she was very happy. Um, also, I've got played a fair few times, but it was like a combination of Kitsch and Love Dive, so I was not having a good time when those were on, because those are not good songs. <laughs> like, not even remotely. Um, yeah, the other one that really surprised me of the common songs was um, the last day we were going through Hongdae and Itaewon. Fucking everywhere I kept hearing lies by Big Bang. <laughs> like, how many years after release? It's almost 20 years old now, that song. And we kept hearing it fucking everywhere. I had no idea that would happen. I was so confused. I kept, I kept being like, is that really lies again? I, I heard it like th like four times maybe that day. It was mental. I was super confused. But um, yeah, that was that was like the main ones we heard. And then I also noted some of the interesting stuff we heard. So I heard Poppy once while I was there. Poppy Poppy uh, did, get a ch did get a play. Not a lot, but you know. Poppy Poppy Love Love did get played in in the Myeongdong Underground Shopping Mall. Um, <laughs> I I heard it a, a Purple Kiss B side in one of the beauty stores, which was I was very much appreciating that. I think it was Summer Rain, but um, yeah, one of their B sides got played in one of the beauty stores, and I was like, what? They play B sides here, and they do play B sides there, which was quite a nice surprise. Um, I also heard the boy Code Kunst a couple of times. His recent stuff got played. I heard Bad Bad at least once, maybe twice, and I heard Jumper in that cool Hongdae cafe, so that was really nice to hear. Um, <laughs> I heard Esper, Next Level, but not Girls or Savage at all, as far as I know. It was all Next Level. It's the only one they play. Um, I also heard... <laughs> the one that like blew my fucking mind was I heard Super Junior's Miracle when I was coming out of a shop and I was like, what? Is this real life? Incredible. I was I was thrilled to hear that. And at that moment life couldn't get better, you know? <laughs> it was incredible to hear that coming out of a shop. But um yeah, that one made me smile a lot. Anti-fragile I did hear like once or twice, not a lot, but um yeah, once or twice. I heard BSS is fighting a few times. They quite liked that at the, like, street food stalls, it seemed. Um, I heard Alice's Dance On, I heard more than once, and I was very shocked about that, because I didn't think anyone was listening to that song in Korea. But um, that was cool. 
what else? Oh, Sigh That That played a fair few times. Heard that quite a bit. That seemed to be pretty popular in the shops. Um, also heard Min Hyun's Hidden Side once or twice, which I was happy about because that's a really good song. I enjoyed that quite a lot. But um, yeah, that's the main ones I can remember. Oh, there was also um, Crush and Tae on Don't Forget once or twice. That was really nice to hear. Yeah, other than that, it was just like random one plays for everything else. So yeah, that was that was the main songs I heard while I was there anyway. They fucking love Kai's Rover. Good lord. They play the absolute shit out of that song. Every other shop, it's fucking Rover over over. All that bullshit that he says in that song. So uh, yeah, fun. Away from my holiday recap, let's start talking about songs. Because that's all we usually do here. I'm bringing in the boy I met. The legend I met in Seoul. Alex, who's going to talk about a scary song and probably some some of the uh, wonderful concerts he went to while he was in Seoul. So uh, I'll bring him in now. Hello, Alex. Hey, doing all right? Yeah. Um, all yeah, going well. Uh, good, good meeting you up in Seoul. That was cool. Of course, of course. Yeah. Good to finally meet the sugar daddy. Had <laughs> 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 to yeah. be you. So how do you want to do this? I could talk a little bit about the Red Velvet concert. Yeah, uh, I was thinking we should probably do the Red Velvet recap first, and then we can do uh, talking about the song after that. Yeah, okay. Um, okay, yeah. So actually, yeah, it's been a while since I've called in. Um yeah, last time was in February, and actually, so, yeah, so in February, I actually went to Seoul also for a, for a Red Velvet Silgi and Wendy's birthday fan meetings, um, which was fun, that was cool, uh, just kind of a small, uh, like, in a, in a theater, a couple hundred people, um, mm. they, um, uh, it was all se- separate days, but, so, like, you know, mainly talking. You know, couldn't understand anything, but I was there for the vibe. <laughs> I was there for the vibes. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, Silgi Kit sang a couple songs, did a couple dance covers, uh, and Sil- or Wendy actually did like kind of a mini concert, sang oh, wow. like five six songs. Um, so that was cool. Um, mm. but yeah, and then I got sick when I got back, so I was out for like. Month or more, mm. so I did call in, then uh, and then yeah, then the Red Velvet concert last week, last weekend, um, went to Seoul for that, and that was cool. Mm. And so yeah, that was so this was their Art to V concert, their fourth concert, um, and yeah, their their last concert was three years ago, actually, more than so oh. yeah, it was really anticipated by all the fans uh and their this was their biggest venue so far like 15,000 people i think mm. um and uh yeah so let's see so day 1 was called the day r and they played it was the set list was red they started with red and then you know transitioned to velvet mm. And then day two was day V, and they kind of reversed it, and it was velvet to red. Mm-hmm. Um, and I probably preferred the 
day one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think just uh, kind of the the red songs to like bring up the energy, hype things up, and then you know, kind of slow down a bit. And then the encore, you can like bring back the the red songs again, kind of mm-hmm. hype things up. Yeah, for but, sure. Uh, Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so day one, I had floor seats, like sixth, sixth row, kind of like sixth column, like towards the middle. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, it was it was a nice spot. Um, it's nice to be close, but you kind of had to like turn your body to like follow them, and that kind of got annoying. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and then. Um, and then, yeah, I guess kind of like just due to the the way Red Velvet stands, Joy was usually the closest to my section. Mm. So that's who I saw the most. For, yeah. Um, and kind of noticed more foreigners in my area. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, more foreigners. So yeah, I met the girl next to me was from uh, Shanghai. And then mm. the guy next to me, his, also, his name is also Alex. and yeah he's from new york wow Uh, his bias is sluggy jesus what is this you met yourself interesting (laughs) it's alex squared yeah yeah um yeah um and then i guess yeah kind of my highlights for day one was red flavor that song Mm. yeah to me that's just the that's Red Velvet's best song, I think. I mean, just their, you know, if I had to pick a song to like, it's like their just... representative song. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Red um, Velvet, Red Flavor does go crazy live. To be fair, I remember MIK, it went crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> People get so yeah, into sure, that yeah. song. Yeah, day one, yeah, it really just hit. Um, and then they also did uh, "Beg for Me" from. Or one of the B sides, and yeah, there's just there's there's like this one section in the choreo where like Silgi and Joy are on the floor, <laughs> and like it's just like Silgi's kind of over Joy, and it's just yeah, it's just kind of um yeah, that really got me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the I mean, I lo- I like that song, and the dance was cute too. Um, and then. For the encore, you better know, of course. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they because a uh, Korean um, concert etiquette is you have to s- remain sitting. So, yeah, the chairs are really uncomfortable. Um, but <laughs> for you better know, they uh, they let us uh, stand up. So awesome. Yeah, just yeah, it was just really cool. Um, and just looking out into the the stadium, like all the um, you know, all the light sticks going off and you know waving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just really cool um, <laughs> scene, and yeah, you know, you better know is kind of like their kind of EDM like festival kind of song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some yeah. awesome live. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, yeah, and then after the concert, just kind of we, I went, I went to the you know like the back entrance or exit, oh, and yeah. then just waited for them to to leave. Um. <sighs> Yeah, that was that was day one, and day two. Uh, 
I had, so I was on the second floor this time and like in the middle part. And then, so it just kind of gave a good overall view of the whole, the whole stage. Cause there, there's like the main stage and then like a center stage. And then it kind of, from there, the, it radiated off into like five, like walkway things. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just cool to have like a, you know, see like an overall view, see the, all the dance formations and stuff. Um, and so this, so I don't know if it was kind of a day two thing or what, but so I noticed more Koreans in this section and in general, they just seemed a lot more lit, like just more into it. Like I heard more cheering. We Good. were, yeah. Cause like on the floor and everyone's like, they're just like, um, you know, on their, you know, recording or taking pictures. Ugh, um, my favorite. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I don't know. So I don't know if it was a day one thing because, you know, it was like everyone was just in awe and like, you know, it's been a while. So I mm -hmm. don't know. But yeah, so day two. Um, yeah, I was really, really feeling it there. Um, you know, you could see more people were waving the their light sticks up there. Mm -hmm. Um yeah, the the fan chants, you know, was getting into that. It was really fun. Mm -hmm. um, and so hi the highlight for me was probably Bad Boy. Oh, of course. It just, yeah, I mean, you know, Bad Boy, like, it, I did get tired of it just because, like, you know, people <laughs> always, just the fans always bring up, like, oh, you know, I want another Bad Boy or, like, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, everything gets compared to it that's, like, roughly on that side. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, you know, anytime I, you know, I'm not going to, like, I probably won't play it, but, like, whenever it comes on, like, on a playlist or whatever, like, you know, I still get into it and really enjoy it, mm -hmm. and that's how it was this time, and it just hit different. Uh, and then another highlight was Zim's Alabim. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually an encore song. And oh, that's the best way to make me leave early. Zimzalabim. <laughs> <laughs> and no, man, it, the the stadium went crazy for this one. It was actually kind of oh, unexpected. I, I think Red Velvet wasn't. They didn't have like the instrumental uh, prepared for it, so they just kind of put on like a you know like a something with like the their vocals on it already. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, but. So, I mean, yeah, because this was like a, a fan. It'll just, they're just hearing, they're just telling the crowd to shout out songs for the encore. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, and so this, yeah, Zimzalabim went crazy. Like, the whole stadium was jumping. I wish like, more acts <laughs> did that where they got people to call out what they want for the encore. Because I feel I, like it's, it's the only mm -hmm. real criticism I ever have of, like, Epic High is that I know every time I see them, Born Hater is going to be the encore because that's just how it is. Like, I, I wish it like more people treated it like it was an actual encore instead of just the end of your set list, you know? I yeah, think that's yeah. awesome if they're like, oh, everyone just yell what you want to hear. Like, that would be great. Mm hmm Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that was cool how they did that. Um, yeah, and then they ended it with You Better Know again. And, great um, song to end it on. Yeah, and I mean, I'm, I guess I'm kind of torn on that one because... So in their in their La Roche concert, you better know was part of the set list, 
And mm -hmm. I really like the dance for you better now. So maybe that's why. Um, yeah. Mm. Um, oh, yeah. I forgot to say on day one, you better know. Uh, so they were singing that and then they were all each of the members were like on the five like radial stages. And then towards the end, they all went to, back to the middle center stage. But then Wendy had gotten so into it. She just like <laughs> she was just standing like, you know, on her her uh her small stage over there yeah. and then all the members were like oh where is she <laughs> and then they, they like turned around and she's still there singing and they went to join her and that definitely sounds like wendy from what i saw when i yeah. saw them live she's such a performer yeah she is um, she gets so into it i love it she's definitely mm -hmm. my bias for that yeah so yeah and then that just goes to so that, yeah just overall thought so like yeah, Wendy and so Silky vocals, like, yeah, just crazy. Um, mm. Yes, Wendy is a great performer. She always, uh, you know, yeah, whenever I watch them perform, she, she's the one, like, I tend to look at. Because yeah. I think she's more, she's more um, spontaneous, I guess. Definitely, yeah. That's yeah, what I know, felt like when other, I saw them. Mm -hmm, the other members, you know, they, they, they tend to stick to more, like, you know, the, the moves and all that. Um, yeah, and then, uh, you know, Wendy will give more, like, fan service, I guess, what it's called. Yeah. Um. Her, her kind of moves when she's live look more like she's at a festival than that she's, like, part of a choreographed group, I find. Mm-hmm. Her movements look, like, way more natural, I think, when she's performing. Because she just gets into it and starts, like, clapping along and, like, getting everyone to, like, do their arms side to side or whatever. It's like, she's really good at that, I think. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and then, I mean, I think, yeah, Irene started doing that too. Um, mm -hmm. That's good. Which is what I love. Like, uh, I, I really like Irene and the concerts because she's, she's really, um, yeah, like, it's one of the only times, like, you really see her happy. And, like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, so, I, you know, I like that. <clears throat> and then, yeah, I guess, so, like, and then just in terms of like the stage and that um so they had like they had like a like a whole army of like backup dancers um and they they kind of they kind of had like their own performances in between the sets um was, so that was okay it was cool and then um and then I was talking to the guy next to me on the first day about um he just mentioned how like the the props for the stage didn't look really or it didn't look like there's anything but then yeah i think we, we, we were wrong like um because they had like a big in the center they, there's like a jewelry box which they would come in and out of between between each set and mm. i thought that was really cool um and then yeah there's like a cage thing too in the middle um, so yeah <laughs> okay uh, <laughs> Whose like cage was that? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, I guess just, and then general tips to anyone wanting to go to a concert. So, this um, <clears throat> tickets were sold on the Yes24 website. And um, so, yeah, I mean, tickets sold out pretty instantly. And I, I couldn't get it when it came out. Um, and this was for the, for the, revel of memberships ace memberships and so mm. you know like people who didn't have that didn't stand a chance 
Um, but yeah, I mean, I just keep checking the website because it's a lot more. You can actually like re return the tickets here, unlike on Ticketmaster, where you know it's final sale. Yeah. Um, and you know, there's no hidden fees and all that stuff. So you know, you don't get like an extra one hundred dollars in fees <laughs> like you do Ticketmaster. Yeah. Um, this is all just one big advert for how shit Ticketmaster really is. <laughs> yeah, it, it really is. It's awful. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then, I mean, tickets were actually reasonable. It was just one hundred, like one hundred twenty dollars for just the whole stadium, any seat. Um, oh, okay. I mean, it's. I mean, in the U.S., you're, you know, you're. It's at least five hundred, you know, for Jesus. VIP. Oh, I guess for VIP, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I I tend to think if you can get a like a major K-pop group ticket for like the equivalent of a hundred pounds, you're doing okay, which is probably about one hundred and ten, hundred and twenty dollars. So, hmm. yeah, sounds good. I mean, I mean, even just like kind of floor seats, you know, like within like the first twenty rows in the U.S. Yeah, you're still at least hundreds. Like, yeah, hundreds. Yeah. Um, I see if you can get any because they get scalped to fuck here at least. Yeah, yeah, no, same. Yeah. Um, Can we just, like, kill all of the people that do scalping, please? I, I'd appreciate that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I, got, I know we're supposed to have compassion for people. I've got no compassion if you're trying to be a middleman in a, in a process that already has a middleman. You can fuck off. I don't need that, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> These people are scum. I, I won't say anything better about them than that. They deny real fans the chance to go to these concerts and they don't, they're just assholes, you know? <laughs> no one needs them. But mm -hmm. anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, yeah, just keep checking the website and then, um, yeah, I mean, so I didn't even get tickets until like a week before. Mm. Um, because the way the return policy works is like, like seven days before the, the event, you get 100% a refund and then Ooh, nice you know like then like five days before it's like i don't know like 80 percent you know it keeps going down mm -hmm. um so yeah just keep checking and you'll you'll find something eventually um and then i mean sm also does these global packages which is what i did for the the fan the for silgi and wendy's fan event thingy and um which is, it includes like a ticket um and it's kind of it's random like you you ch you choose it's kind of random amongst all the other sm global package people um but it's decent you know like within the first couple of rows and then it includes yeah so ticket and then hotel and then transportation to and from the event wow yeah which it, it takes off like a lot of stress from just everything mm. and then a couple um, you know, extra merch and stuff. Nice. So, that's yeah, great. I mean, and yeah, that, I mean, that sold out instantly for the red velvet thing too. So, I was just, I was left with the, the regular ticket mm -hmm. method. Um, Fair enough. Yeah, but yeah, overall, it was yeah, fun, fun experience, and uh, yeah, thankful I got to go and uh, yeah. Maybe I'll post some pictures and stuff. Yeah, please do. Soon. I think everyone would love to see them. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. 
we now have to talk about a song that's not by Red Velvet. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. But uh, in my opinion, they're kind of they remind me a lot of Red Velvet in some ways. Okay. And it's um, <laughs> I I don't know it. Yeah, I don't know why. Or I, maybe I do know why. But anyway, it's Nmix with "Love Me Like This." Okay, here we go. Let's mix it up. Okay. <laughs> Do you love this song like this? 
Oh I, dear. Man, I don't I don't love it as much as dice. Oh, okay. Spicy. But, <laughs> Ooh, but, very uh, spicy. Yeah, I, I mean I like it, but um Yes. I, I, I do miss the their old sound. <laughs> and um you know, I mean I yeah. I I mean, you know, they, they do have to mix it up and um and yeah, I, I think this was a little safe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I probably prefer the what was the the pre-release song, um, the other one. Uh, uh, I wish I knew. <laughs> Young, dumb, uh, stupid. Yeah, that one. Yeah, Frere Jacques. Yeah, yes. Yeah, I probably prefer that one. That one to this, but um, I mean, yeah, it's. But it's still good. I enjoy it. Um, you know, pretty catchy. Uh, kind of got this. Uh, I don't know, just easy to sing along to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, in a, you know, showcases their vocals, which you know I enjoy. Um, yeah, I've forever been hearing about how these girls are ridiculously talented and they don't get to show it, and I kind of see it, but yeah, I just. Mm-hmm. I, I can feel my brain rotting with the chorus as it goes on. Aside mm. from the chorus, this song is fine, but the chorus is like so, like brain cell murderingly like repetitive that I just can't enjoy the song because of it. <laughs> like the rest of the song's yeah, yeah. fine. I think the bridge is great in this song. Bridge sounds amazing. They got lovely vocals there. I don't really like this Lily Girl's voice, but everybody else sounds awesome. Um. It's it's just the chorus and the rap that I just don't want in my life, you know. I, I just, I can't, I would never put this song in my playlist because the chorus is so, like, horrendous to me <laughs> that I just, I don't, I don't, yeah, I w- won't give the song enough time for me to be able to blank that chorus out because I just, it's horrible to me. Um, <laughs> I think I'd probably be with um, with you and, and Swither saying that I think I like Dice more than this. Mm. But like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, this, this is... I don't really have many complaints other than like the rap and the chorus, but I just, I don't find the rest of it that compelling. The only bit that I really think is great is the bridge. Everything else is just like, okay, you know? Yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. It, it's like you said, I think it's probably a bit safe, but then when they're not safe, I hate their music, so it doesn't really make any difference, I guess. <laughs> um... <laughs> I, I definitely yeah. would rather listen to Dice though. Dice is a way more interesting song to me, and like the chorus of that actually goes for it, whereas this kind of feels like you're just stuck in the same gear forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. I, mm. I'm forever yeah, hearing I mean, how good these girls are, so I, I I'd love to see them actually get to do something good at some point. I just don't know if that's ever really going to happen. But this seems like a step in the right direction, I guess, as long as they don't think that the thing they need to do after this, if this does well, is to keep talking in the chorus. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And like, funnily enough, when I was in Seoul, I didn't hear this song anywhere, but I saw it advertised everywhere. <laughs> this is quite, <laughs> quite interesting. It's advertised on the trains a lot for some reason, this song. I kept seeing like adverts for it with them dancing and shit because they have like screens in some of the trains for the metro. But like yeah, I didn't I didn't hear this anywhere. <laughs> so, it's yeah. clearly not like um the cultural zeitgeist in Korea at least. Maybe they're doing well internationally, but yeah, I didn't hear shit about this song while I was there. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, same. Um, yeah, I saw. Yeah, I saw them like in a in a taxi. Like it was mm-hmm. like a variety show. Um, but yeah, like Moose said here, yeah, they got their first win with this song. So I guess. Well, congrats then. Yeah, I mean, is that? Hmm. I don't know. I want. I'm curious, like, what the general Korean public thinks. Yeah, I'm not really sure. I didn't really hear much about them while I was there, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Everyone knew about New Jeans, and everyone had an opinion about New Jeans, but they didn't really say anything about these girls. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Even when we were meeting up with uh, Sonia, my friend's Korean friend, she was like, I pretty much just know New Jeans, because <laughs> they're the cultural uh-huh. zeitgeist for her. She doesn't listen to K-pop, so she, she knows New Jeans, but nobody else. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No one really knows our mix, I don't think, there. Outside of like the hardcore K-pop fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same. Like my Korean friend, he's he's a guy also. Um, but yeah, he. I mean, he's not into K-pop, but he, you know, he knows like the big groups, so he knows yeah. like. I think he really likes Ive. Oh, okay. <laughs> and the, yeah, um, and like yeah, the big, he knows the bigger ones. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, um, hmm. Is there yeah, um? Yeah, l- any good news yeah, go about the EP that this was on? Was was stuff good on there? or People liked stuff off this, right? I think I listened through it and didn't like anything, but that's to be expected. Yeah, let me look. Um, I'm, yeah, I think Password was fun. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I, I thought all the songs were decent. Uh, none just really, like hit i guess or yeah. you know didn't like yeah didn't really make me feel too much in, in any way um mm. they were good i um, think we're i think we're finding something about this era for nmix is that everything's fine but it doesn't make you feel very much you know? i think that's kind mm. of how how they're at like where they're at at the moment right yeah because i don't know yeah dice just really yeah, I could I could Did totally understand why Dice would be like like really would pop for someone, whereas I don't really understand who hears this and is like, this is the best song ever. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't imagine that. Whereas I can understand someone being like, Yeah, Dice is my shit, you know? Yeah. So yeah I, I I don't know really what to say about what I should do in the future, because clearly Dice is kind of a messy song, but like it has way more upside, I think, than this. Whereas, like, mm-hmm. we all want them to abandon mix pop, and they do it here, and then we're like, "Yeah, but <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> we're never happy, are we?" <laughs> no, um, but I mean, huh. like, I really, I really like the members, uh, especially Haywon. But uh, so I, 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 you know, I really want to support them, and um, mm. they're they're having a showcase tour. Uh, starting soon and i'll be going to their seattle stop oh okay good stuff yeah so yeah looking forward to that one nice nice glad to hear it so yeah uh mostly people are positive about this song we've got three key to the cities in one short sentence i guess i would join ian on the short sentence but yeah largely positive uh but no like insanely good feelings towards the song i guess it's just okay decent so yeah fair enough um thanks for calling in thanks for meeting me irl yeah no problem um yeah one quick thing about nmix uh Mm. Ginny, former member Ginny, like opened up her instagram like like around the time they nmix came back 
Oh yeah. And that was kind of a cool marketing thing for her, I guess. <laughs> like, or, you know, building up her brand mm. and, uh, yeah, she's been posting some fire pictures and, uh, she's followed by like one of the, like a pretty famous uh, stylist. Um, oh, okay. Stylist for like joy and, uh, Irene, uh, like maybe I think some La Seraphim members. So oh, okay. yeah, we'll see where, where that goes for her. Yeah, people have been speculating where she's going to end up, haven't they? So I'm I'm curious to see what happens with her. I never really knew much about her when she was in the group, but I feel like I hear about her way more now that she's left. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. But um, um, let's see what happens with her, I guess. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Thanks for uh, sharing your soul trip. That was fun. Mm. And yeah, good meeting up with you and Rachel and Zozo. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Um. I guess I'll I'll let you get going then, Alex. Yep. Uh, good to talk to you right. again, buddy. I'll talk to you later. Mhm. Mm bye. Bye bye. Okay. Next caller is Swither Duster. Feels like ages since I've spoken to him. I'm expecting a song as soon as I pull him in. So let's go. Let's bring him in. Hello, Swither. It does feel like ages, doesn't it? Yeah. Great to hear from you again. The, Thank you, the likewise. Pictures were beautiful. I loved some of the uh, English translations you shared. <laughs> uh, a color being called something Japan yeah. is very, very funny to me. Yeah, it's the best kind of like, like um like they've recorded the boss just saying like random shit and being like oh fuck it's something japan and they're like oh that's what it's called then. okay cool <laughs> give them something japan just for the road yeah yeah i liked that um i like the tasteful aesthetic smog mm. and your commentary on that i like that sounds like a, a great time yeah, uh, i'm glad that you did it so i don't have to <laughs> You still should go. It's it's a great place to go. Uh, I'm going to wait until, you know, we can both go to the uh, uh, our respective islands in K-pop Venice for that. Oh, of course, uh, yeah. <laughs> Catch me on, like, the drugged-out, ruined FX island. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that is when they will get my plane ticket. Perfect. Um... But yeah, and also great to see that pick with Alex. That was one of the biggest. That was honestly, truly the first face reveal that I, for me to be like, oh wow, you know, a yeah. face reveal. You know, I've never cared about a face reveal until <laughs> until that. Both of y'all look very handsome, stand up lads. Uh, kind I loved of hearing about. I loved hearing about that uh, Red Velvet concert, even though um, it just uh, aroused an extreme conflicted mix of feelings in me of uh covetousness and uh you know love i mean that that sounded incredible uh the set list was just a lot of my favorites i've been uh you know you were complaining about the notion of uh people on their phones filming uh during the concert and yes it is really truly really terrible for live music in general that that mm -hmm. is what happens but even so i've spent a couple of hours since that concert uh happened just going through a bunch of those people in the crowds 
phone cell phone videos <laughs> so yeah, I, this this know. would all be solved if they would just have like one cameraman for a, for each event just to film it and upload it later exactly but, you know, they, no one's allowed phones then, everyone's having a good time yeah but then it would become a concert film and they would uh, sell it that's or, the trouble they commercialize know. it if we could just have like one person just shooting it you know that'd be fine yeah, it becomes complicated. Yeah. But yeah, oh my God, some of those uh, performances, like the Bad Boy intros and the Beg For Me one that Alex was talking about, truly, yeah, just one of those moments where, you know, if you're there, I feel like it's bragging rights for life. Like it's just important. Mm-hmm. Like being in, in Japan for Daft Punk's Alive 2007 or Alive 1997. You know, just if you're there, you know, yeah, anyone that knows uh, will be jealous. And so I'm jealous, but uh, I'm still eating up those videos. My goodness. Uh, But uh, I'm not here for Red Velvet. I'm here for someone, you know, a group that is, uh, they tread pretty heavily in that Velvet territory, if you were to think about it. Um, They still haven't found who they're looking for, but the group is Billy. <laughs> and uh that was aggressive. Their their new song is called You Know yeah. What does uh, that mean which, by the way? I'm glad you asked. Oh, uh it's the lore. Here we go. No, it's not the lore. It's really just, you know, a little SAT prep uh, you know, vocab question. Uh it it refers to the feeling of, uh, you know, the rapport that a performer can build with their audience, you know? So an orator or a performer, uh, if, if you can build like a feeling of goodwill and togetherness from the person on the stage to the people in the crowd or, you know, from the speaker to the audience, it's that strange sort of togetherness, even though it is still very like, uh, one-sided in okay. in terms of delivery um but also just you know some nice vowely uh syllables that work really well for this and they well i'll, I'll save anything else until we get into it so this is billy's you know yeah hey, here we go
Okay, Swither. How was you know here for you? Philip the lap, Philip the lap, Philip the lap. <laughs> the echo. Uh, I mean, yeah, it, it's for me. Come on. Sounds mm. incredible. And then the chorus is just Philip the lap, Philip the lap, Philip the lap. <laughs> I, 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 I love it. Um, you know the palette is so Billy, uh, and uh, Haram Haram. I, I just want to say how, like, you know, uh, uh, a Southerner would would. Uh, well, never mind. I won't get into that. No, no, no do get into uh, that. I need but, to hear about that. <laughs> but uh, Haram, you can't dig out now. The, Come on. <laughs> no, I'm 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 dug all the way up. No, uh, no, no, but no, Haram, Southern of it, Southern. <laughs> <laughs> she's a she's a, a great singer and i haven't really i feel like she's really uh it's shining in this comeback i mean not only is it the hair color change it's not just the hair color change but she's she's getting a little bit more face time and i feel like her individual character was better represented in this video uh as well as uh uh Young, who i feel like nobody talks about Young. Um, and then I was like looking back at some of their stuff because I watched them on Weekly Idol and um, she placed 69th in Produce 101, which is cool, very cool. Um, nice. But it turns out that she was supposedly one of the two people that were on the victim end of the voting manipulation that they got in trouble for. Mm. Um, so, and then I looked up some some fan had put together 
a cut of her on on that show and she was incredible she was really good and she kept getting like overlooked for opportunities and stuff it felt like and then now in this group you know i don't know i feel like no one talks about her but she absolutely rules um extremely talented and then you know the one that everyone talks about tsuki had another fantastic moment that little dance break with the footwork incredible and uh they got their first well was it their first win I, maybe their first win they got a win for it uh and so they had an encore stage and that encore stage was incredible the girls were singing and then when the dance break came around it all clicked together and chuki just got into it um it was amazing and uh yeah i love these girls and uh yeah more about the song the yeah the synths are all juicy and uh the yeah that, that bridge into the dance break oh yeah how could i miss the the like that bridge moment of like with like mm. the juicy harmonies around it absolutely gorgeous um now you know the clip and the clop rap okay. <laughs> yeah i mean yeah. i'm on record <laughs> i'm i'm on record as loving this group but i'm also on record as since the start being like oh, couldn't you figure out something different for moonsua because like i don't know that she the, can the sing pretty identity. good you know like why can't you just yeah, let her exactly. sing exactly uh the rap identity for her just is not has not been clicking uh throughout and uh did she is... get like full-on ended on i'm pretty rap star at some point as well like surely you don't yes, then keep her yes. being a rapper if she got destroyed that hard like yes surely that's so that's a bad. career render you just like no i'm a singer now yeah she would <laughs> yeah honestly don't look up that uh i'm pretty rap star video it's so brutal she got like, fucking buried right like <laughs> In her position, I just would have cried. I yeah. mean, she she got ended truly. Uh, it was it was tough to watch, and then yeah, and then for it to be like this, and and it's still not the the rap uh, sound or attitude or identity. It's just hasn't been working in it. But mm -hmm. you know, it, it's brief and it's not terrible. And you know, I can laugh and say clip and a clop, uh, and and you know, there's plenty of songs where I I get over a hump like that. But a chorus like flip flop flip flop, yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Um, and with the video, the video I feel a little conflicted about because, first off, I just don't get it. Uh, they have like the Duolingo owl just moving around, looking <laughs> a little creepy, and uh, it like at one point is it flies into the camera and then it's on the phone as if it truly is just the Duolingo app. And then it's giant, and then it's tiny. I, I'm not getting it. It, 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 it. This video was not a as clear, or wasn't as special. And the lighting and like the, uh, you know, the school outfits and then the school gym lighting. It was reminding me a lot of like the Ditto OMG New Jeans looks. Yeah. Uh, and not just the fact that it's school outfits and that sort of thing, but like, yeah, the lighting and the composition of the shots and that sort of thing. Uh, so the, the video is probably their weakest, I think, in, in terms of that, just because it doesn't have much memorable identity and it doesn't have a clear thing going on that does anything. But I will say, 
I do absolutely love the choreo. Uh, as I already said, the dance break is great, but also the, the chorus choreo and the rest of it, it's it's all very fun. I, I like their uh, emphasis on footwork and that sort of thing. A lot of it's really nice. Um, but yeah, yeah, for the video, not so much. I mean, they all, all look great. And I also want to say again, that Suhyun's uh, smile, it's just, I don't know. I was I was gushing over it when it uh, came out, just talking about how she has that sort of like uh, I don't know, like a conspiratorial smile. <laughs> like I think what I said initially was like the sort of smile that you uh, give a friend from across the party when someone's like acting up or getting extremely messy, and you just want to, you know, silently acknowledge it to your friend from across the party. <laughs> It's just that sort of she's got the smile of cahoots, uh, and uh, I love that. Um, she just seems so cool. I don't know, talented, cool, great smile. My bias, even oh, though okay. you know, Suki and Haram are uh, also incredible and distinctive, and probably will continue to be um, the most popular members, but mm. yeah. Uh, how do you feel? Um, I think I had too high expectations for Billy after their debut, and they like a much less interesting group than I thought they would be. Fortunately, I I kind of they debuted with such an insane song that I was like, oh, if they're gonna do this all the time, I'm gonna be in. And then they've kind of just followed the trends for their ones after that, and that's very disappointing to me. If they hadn't had such a ridiculous debut, like I might have been okay with what they've done since, but it's become too obvious when like they make Ring Marbell when Rock is really popular, and then they come back with this when New Jeans is really popular, and their mu their music video is like so New Jeans it hurts. It's like <laughs> you couldn't have New Jeans it any harder with the music video when they're like in little groups over enthusiastically dancing the song and like then they're in the gymnasium with the same lighting it's kind of, it's just too on the nose you know way too on the nose i yeah I, and also they're being rewarded for it so that's annoying because now they're going to keep following the trends and it's going to be boring well well i don't know if they were necessarily rewarded for that so much with ring my bell but uh and yeah, but for with this, this the song, first win. with it yeah uh, and I think it's because the song is strong, but I, don't think I will say the, com the the comparison with New Jeans is not flattering because it does sort of make New Jeans feel more distinctive because this has some of the trappings of like standard K-pop stuff of like, you know, there's going to be a sort of tacky rap verse yeah. and all of the, the like standard parts are there. And so it does make them feel less distinctive in contrast with yeah. Uh, new jeans who Not have the same really successfully hair. yeah so I, I i do think that was a misstep in aesthetic and i hear what you said you're saying about uh ring x ring because yeah. yeah when that dropped it was like wow you know this this feels like uh really adventurous cool j-pop yeah uh, i was more, excited more than when like, that came out i was like oh okay this is a group to keep an eye on and then it just kind of ever since then like got less interesting but i i feel like you probably fell off too hard with ring my bell because well this yeah because it's like... the style that i hate the most <laughs> like, yeah, it's just not gonna like happen i didn't like that song either really but the album was good 
and uh, that's crucial. Either. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's the departure there. But this, I feel like, really fits in a vein of their music, which is the sort of uh, mystic story R and B sensibility, like Snowy Night sort of thing. I think it carries some of that. Snowy and yeah, so that, much better. <laughs> so that, much that better. bridge harmony, that bridge harmony is really carrying a lot for me. I mean, it it's just a very juicy moment. It's a headphones. very cool three seconds, but the rest of the song has to be good, like really good too for me to like it. And it's yeah, kind but of that just chorus okay. is so much fun. Come on, I'm never yeah, going to put I, on flip flops without saying that again. Ever since I heard it was flip flop, it's less fun though because I thought it was falling for love at first, and I was like, okay, that's a kind of an what? interesting way of putting it. That's cool. What? That's what it's it sounds so like. Better. It's so much better for it to be flip for lap. It's so much better. Yeah, but it's better. just the nonsense lyrics I don't like, you know. Oh, is it nonsense? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking is, mate. Well, 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 we won't go there, you know. We won't go there. But yeah. uh, th- there's just a lot of good stuff. Like, even uh, just the... Because uh, the following line is like... Uh, it's like... Uh, ends with like, jaritaka, and then they have like a great little echo of that that has uh, a different uh, complement melody to it and I just thought it was really well done and the way that they have like in the way that I say that they misuse or have misplaced Munsua I think it's really the opposite for Tsuki I think they really understand well what uh, Tsuki's identity uh, should be in this group and like she just gets all the little cute moments and she gets like the heartbeat, heartbeat. Yeah, and, I hate uh, that part too. <laughs> I really hate that part. It's cute. I don't Come want on, the cute though. I feel like I don't want Billy to be cute. They should not be cute. They're it's like the for, they are the music nerds group. We don't need cute. Okay, they're that, supposed to be I here mean, doing not so fucking like insane harmonies and chord changes you never heard before. Not sitting here going heartbeat, heartbeat. It's fucking annoying. Like nah, I hate her voice. I mean, I really just don't she, like Suki. It's really unfortunate for me that she's the one that got super viral because I fucking hate everything she does in these songs. She's like <laughs> easily the worst vocalist on the team, and like you I hate her voice. Wow. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> just that, just give wrong. more to the fucking to Haram because she's amazing. You know. Yeah, Haram does. She's well, for like sure. so much uh, better than everyone else, and no, 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 don't but, get like but none I feel of like her. They position them right. They position them right. I think because Haram gets a lot of the right. Uh, parts for her and Haram's like more distinctive range is really her lower range even though she can you know Mm -hmm. rule across multiple octaves uh, I think what's most distinctive about her is her like rich uh, deeper range that it feels full and nice Uh, but Tsuki I mean from the start written ring x ring or whatever she has the like she is the cute relief in all of their music you know since the very start Nah, but that part in Ring 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 was so like good. I mean, th- that song needed that, or else it would just mm. all, be all alarms and stuff. You know, like it know. it needed her. She she's like the capricious one, just sort of like skipping through all of their songs. You know, yeah, that's great, uh, I, but I don't need it. <laughs> I just don't need it. I I'm okay. I'm just I I don't want. Basically, I'm getting like major Cheng Shao vibes, where she's gonna be the most popular one and have the worst part of the song and get the most screen time, and I fucking hate that when that happens. Dude, and Cheng Shao ruled. Uh, no, she I, did not. Not musically. She ruled visually and as a dancer. Everything well, she yeah, did in the song was like meh at best. Like, I'm sorry. 
Okay, so maybe they're doing a little better with Chiki because her contributions to the songs are definitely more substantial than Chang Xiao's. And Chiki also does the most ambitious dance sections in almost every song. She did the uh, like little uh, frozen step move in Ring Ring, and she's got the bouncy dance break in this. She's really good at it. She blew up for the you know facial choreography, which I know you hate. Yeah, but you know, makes me cringe. It, 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 it's a thing. It's a thing. It, she achieves it, whether it's it, it's a thing that you want or not. Yeah. But um, I just think her whole presence tilts the group in a direction that I don't want it to go in. I don't want Billy to be for kids. You know, I want Billy to be for the music nerds. I don't think it does that because it again, fucking does. All her shit's so cutesy and over the top. No, but it's cutesy with that deliberate, somewhat eerie edge to it. That's why they started with it in Ring Ring. She doesn't come in like just doing like, you know, eggyo cute sounds. She does like a slightly mysterious, but also like, yeah. You read uh, too much into this, man. It's just cutesy shit. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's I don't just know cutesy if that's how, shit. I don't know if that's a way. I mean, in this one, the heartbeat, heartbeat, that's more. And the cartoonish I, I, nonsense that she does. like a reasonable characterization of that. But in Ring Ring, uh, her contribution isn't just cutesy. It's supposed to be more like the energy of like the uh, rabbit and Alice, you know, leading you somewhere, you know, with a little bit of a, hmm, is this good or is this a trap sort of thing? And then her like eerie, bright like really maxed out facial expressions is that same thing where it's like supposed to access i think the sort of creepy or layered side of uh acting cute you know uh i mean i don't think what they were trying to do with uh what she was trying to do with her like uh dance presentation in the past couple songs was just be cute she was like maxing it out to this yeah it's it's a different thing i think but fair if you don't like what she's selling then you know you don't have to buy it but um but yeah uh yuha you you mess with yuha right soloist yuha yeah so she's got two uh big writing credits on this one on the title and on the first track which is white knight which is an absolute triumph uh fantastic song and that, it, that gets a performance video as well which is quite good mm. uh good choreo for that as well really like that I like um, that too. The whole album was pretty strong. Which ones did I add? I remember the last couple of songs just all being yeah, extraordinary and nevertheless the last two songs on it. Yeah, also very strong. I thought these are all the um, ones I added as well. <laughs> so <laughs> there you go. Yeah, and then Various and Precious was the fan song that they pre-released, which was like yeah, it's like good. It, w- it wasn't uh you know super memorable, but it was like something that held down their style and served well as a fan song and they give like all of the members writing credits on that song i find it a little suspicious when groups do a fan song and then that's the one where they give like every member writing credits on the song like oh they really care about the fans and it's like is this is this manufactured i'm starting uh, to hate how they they all they're all starting to use their fan songs as their pre-release as well because mm. Billy did it, and then Dream Note put out that pre-release, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" Because it looks like a goodbye song, but it, I think it's a fan song. Oh, yeah. That, and then they actually Note got another pre-release. song coming out, and I was like, "Oh shit, are they ending?" Before I realized it was pre-release. <laughs> yeah, that that scared many of us. Uh, yeah, the Dream Note pre-release was 
a little boring and it did have a little bit of that uh sort of closure vibe that we do not want yeah every um, time i see people staring into the distance followed by like footage of their past concerts i'm like oh yeah. shit it's over oh no yeah <laughs> yeah that is what the end looks like a lot of the time so yeah. i was concerned too but the only thing i had to say about that song was um the rap in it was like surprisingly good the dream mm. note pre-release the dream note have good rappers. but maybe it's maybe it's just because compared to the rest of the song it was like it had some energy to it as opposed to being like uh yeah a song for the end i think you're gonna like um, their title way more um i hope so lemonade hope sounds so, like yeah. your kind of thing so i i haven't listened to any of the teasers uh i will that's coming up this week, so mm-hmm. I'm excited about that. I might have bumped but into yeah. the sampler, so I know roughly what it's going to sound like. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so the Billy album, yeah, uh, the ones I added were the title, Enchanted Night, Extraordinary, and Nevertheless. The fan song was okay, not something I need. And then Lionheart was kind of a, a weird one. <laughs> um, it has Justin Reinstein uh, writing on it, and then it has like sort of a little bit of a latin rhythm or something like that if i'm remembering correctly uh it wasn't bad but like it didn't really feel like it fit that well um and there were some cool moments in that song too but for some reason i just wasn't feeling it as much as some of the other ones probably just because some of the other ones were really really strong um but yeah i'm really happy with this i think they are keeping it up though i do agree that we do need that side of billy uh, from ring ring back with a little bit more of a bold and uh, mm. risky palette. All I'm saying but is I'm, their first few releases were so much better than what we're getting now. I don't know. I, I, this this kind of rules. Uh, I I feel like the trio of like ring x ring, snowy night, and then like the B sides off the next album, Ginga Minga Yo, just absolute fire. Yeah, yeah, the Ginga Minga Yo album was incredible, and like the Palace series of songs have all been so good. Um, and Overlap, oh my god, yeah, and mm. they have so many incredible songs. Yeah, Sheesh. I still listen um, to their albums when they come out, but I'm getting way less interested in Billy than I was. Well, yeah, I, I hope they can uh, get you with something soon, but. Uh, I know I'm not going last, so I, I shouldn't do uh, a whole podium. But I do just want to get some, uh, get through some things because it's been a while. You know, it's it, it's been mm-hmm. a bit. Um, and so you you've seen all the uh, Luna Reformation stuff, right? Yep. And then recently, Chu just uh, dashed all of the hopes of <laughs> everybody by signing with some other uh agency no no, which... no. They'll, they'll give you hope though they'll be like you know she's you know ready to be a member of luna anytime Nah, she was just you know i don't know man i just don't sick know of being I, the breadwinner and sharing all her money i think i'm not allowed to be hurt you know uh <laughs> we'll see what happens uh and if if we got oec together which we do uh and they're, they're calling the project not the group Something about the project is called Artemis, which, you know, uh, shooting the moon. So Luna connection is very, very, very clear. Um, and it, yeah, it just feels like, yeah, until Chu announced that, it felt like astonishingly possible suddenly that, that you know, we'd get all of Luna back under mm-hmm. Modhouse. But um, 
even if we don't get that, at least Odd Eye Circle, they got the copyright for that or the trademark or whatever. So it's pretty much confirmed that they will um, be releasing some stuff under that name with the original creative director and all the girls from that subunit. So that is an absolutely incredible turn of events. Well, let's, um, let's hope that maybe they can make something better than, um, what was it, Sick Love? That crappy song they put out a while ago? We, we, we've all forgotten about that. That never happened. <laughs> no, no, that it did. Didn't it did. <laughs> Unfortunately, it did. Nah. Uh, well, you know, in other news, uh, New Jeans put out that Coke Zero oh, song. Oh, fuck that song, man. I uh, hate that Coca-Cola song. Coca-Cola <sighs> um that Even was pretty crazy new york <laughs> <laughs> so many people were saying that and uh <laughs> i i definitely get that and i think that was uh part of partly deliberate but uh why would you deliberately make it sound like a brainwashing song fuck that <laughs> because that's just a funny cool way to comment on doing <sighs> such a nakedly corporate promo song yeah but the coke zero songs are usually really good in korea just make a good one (laughs) wait what have you not heard how good the coke zero songs are oh i don't i mean the only one i know is popcorn and zero coke oh not even Uh, that one man like fucking (laughs) the fucking zero attitude and like um uh taste of career and all that shit they had some good like bangers for those adverts and now no not so much you know I mean, uh, I almost brought that on the show, but the video for it was really annoying. It felt like mm. they uh, they stopped like way too much for like cinematic effect, and then it didn't yeah. feel like it had any of the substance. You know why they the... did that though? Is because that chorus isn't from that song. <laughs> like that's why they did it. They co- they conveniently did it at the start and end of the chorus all the time with the pauses. Because yeah, they knew but, it's a shit song, so they're like, "Well, let's just, no. let's just lessen the impact by having a pause." No, it actually it actually works much better as like just a standalone song than with the video. <laughs> Without those like uh, you know empty transitions, uh, <laughs> the bass sounds fantastic on that song. The production was done by uh, Ilva Dimberg and some guy that usually does uh, like Western rap production, I think. And yeah, the bass on it sounded really good, I thought. And honestly, uh, as a standalone song, it works pretty well. And if you can get down with the Coca-Cola no, Mashita, no, no, no. then it kind of goes a little bit. Um, it's it's yeah, funny because um, I was I was watching that with my travel companions in the Airbnb. And um, as soon as there was a pause, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> Just, oh, no. Because <laughs> it was sounding really good up until the chorus. We were all like, okay, this has some potential. This could be good. As soon as there was a pause, I was like, okay, terrible chorus incoming. And then immediately, Coca-Cola Mashida, awful. I don't ever want us to be, I don't ever want us to be, I don't ever want us to be apart. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty solid. Um, and uh, so I hear from following Ilva Dimberg on IG, she posted a video of the inspiration for the melody on the chorus, which is like a children's song where evidently in South Korea, they've used the Coca-Cola Masita with a bunch of different melodies, but it's always that phrase as like a eeny, meeny, miny, mo equivalent. Oh. Have you heard about this? No, I'm not as well, deep yeah. into the new jeans as you are. Well, no, I, I honestly only know because first I followed 
Ilvan IG, and then also because uh, you know Sarah uh, Ryu Sarah from mm. Nine Muses, she did a reaction to it, and hey, she liked the song. Uh, but yeah, but, yeah, yeah she but Sarah commenting. likes everything. <laughs> she looks right. for the positive in everything. She is a really nice person, but yeah. um, but yeah, she was she was saying about how like depending on where you grew up over there they had like slightly different melodies for it but it's essentially their eeny meeny miny mo yeah. and so it just seems like a relatively clever way to use it and did we really... not learn from eeny meeny miny mo lover that we don't do that <laughs> i don't know that one so you you don't I know that one. one are you serious are you serious uh, maybe i'm a casual uh, who did all that right. detour <laughs> All right, let's go. How did we not learn from this shit? <laughs> oh, I think I Was that enough for you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm. This seems like something that Ooh. you should forget. <laughs> yeah, how do you remember this? Because <laughs> it was very big at the time. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, I believe you, dude. You do. You don't remember when Sean Kingston was fucking everywhere for some reason? I remember Sean Kingston, but I don't remember <laughs> Eeny Meeny Miny Moe Lover. Um, <sighs> but yeah, so w with the Nugies thing, I thought honestly the song like. It's shockingly streamable on Spotify, but the video was actually kind of a weird disappointment along an axis I didn't expect because, you know, you shouldn't really expect that much. It's an ad, but uh, it's mostly because it t took the styling of their previous videos, but it didn't have it seemingly to me uh, n nearly as much substance or uh, interest to it. It just had like the same air of like, you know, mystery and drawings come coming to life from mm -hmm. OMG or whatever. Uh, but it, it didn't have, uh, it, it just felt weird that they would try to continue their like core, you know, narrative style in the Coke ad and then do it not very well in my opinion, but maybe <laughs> I'll see something that redeems it for me. But yeah, anyway. I, th I think I'm just that, spoiled that, by, ad, by ad songs in Korea being so good a lot of the time. Yeah, I mean, yeah. There's now a lot I actually, about that I actually have ad expectations for ad songs, and then one comes out that's crap, and I'm like, oh man, this is what they're supposed to be, isn't it? Not I mean, everything can ridiculous. be Hello Bubble, you know. Not everything can be that. Not everything can be a bing a bing. Bubble, bubble, bubble. I love that song. Yeah, fucking incredible songs that are also commercials, yeah. you know. But yeah, it, it, when people are like too snooty to uh, take uh, ad songs at all seriously or give them a chance but they're still into k-pop i'm very confused you know because <laughs> it's like what's the difference mm. but um but yes I, I have no issue with uh uh you know trying to evaluate an ad song on the same sort of plane but it, yeah the way they handled it did seem a little weird but it kind of also goes um and then yeah the other things i just want to talk about real quick was the fact and i almost wanted to bring on juju secret oh with, yes uh, Miju, uh, but they didn't put out a music video for it. Yeah. Um, but uh, Miju, uh, she's having a solo debut soon too. Just after this, I guess. Okay. But that song was produced by Mono Tree of a, uh, you know, yeah, a lot of great songs. 
as we know, mm. um, or someone from Monetary. I, I forget which member, but the song was really good. I agree. Um, really sort of classic sound, uh, but still pretty fresh. And yeah, Miju's great. I forget the other girl's name. Jinju. Jinju, yeah. Well, they had, a, they had great chemistry, I felt, and it was just fun. Yeah, I ended up watching then, a bunch of the stuff from the variety show that they were that they did it through because I enjoyed. Yeah, the song I, wa- I watched the one where they introed it, and there was all this like a uh, pre-roll of them like building up how nervous they were to do it. It was just kind of funny. And Miju, the, the legend of the uh, famous uh, outdoor impromptu runway fashion walk photo shoot, <laughs> M- Miju is just incredible. I yeah, mean, I love she's that so girl. funny. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited to see uh, what her solo debut after this is going to be because, yeah, I mean, Lovelies, this, she, I mean, yeah, it, yeah. it's necessary. It's I feel necessary. like I, f- I frequently forget how incredibly gorgeous she is, and then I see her and I'm like, oh my god, how do I keep forgetting how gorgeous she is? Yeah, it's <laughs> she's a joke, yeah, you she, know. Yeah, she looks uh, incredible. Yeah. Um. But yeah, then outside of that, speaking of looking incredible, um, uh, Stacy put out a Japanese version of Teddy Bear. And, you know, I don't care about, you know, the sound of it. I still will just listen to the Korean version. But they gave it a full music video. And oh, my goodness, it looks so amazing. Suman in it is incredible. And obviously, my girl, Isa. Amazing. But uh, yeah, um, I'm looking forward to i've this coming week uh side note about kitsch i did hear apparently the demo lyrics for uh something something 90s kitsch it was supposed to be 90s bitch i believe in uh in the demo so that makes a lot of sense and it's very funny for them to reach for well what's a rhyme with bitch that we haven't used yet (laughs) and then they they incorporate it without like trying to make it make sense at all it's supposed to be 19s kids or whatever but so shit. uh in a way it kind of goes um but i'm more excited for what they're about to release this week and then uh one shoe of uh mm. oh, uh, assist oh assist. yeah uh that go my gig okay beautiful I'm, excited. Uh, I'm 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 very excited for that this next week as we already mentioned dream note and also Jayun, uh, uh she also just opened up her website. So hope she gets going. Uh, she's doing all of her producers are a little questionable. So I have oh. my reservations, but I hope for the best. Hope it pans out. And yeah, it's, it's great to uh, talk to you again after what feels like quite a while. Mm-hmm. And thanks so much for having me on the show again. Thanks for coming on. Uh, <laughs> yeah talk to you later our last caller today is the wonderful Ian the one and only man still fighting for boy group supremacy it's never going to happen but you know let's have him keep trying at least I'm going to pull him in anyway here we go hello Ian uh, hello oh, I'm still bad at doing this on my computer <laughs> I had to mute the stream um, yeah. I mean you know, you're not going to get me not being a boy group stan. It's just the way the world's going to work. No, it's um, fine. It's good that you're a boy group stan because the rest of us fucking hate boy groups and don't want to look at them. So you're well, like, okay. you're like forcibly okay. making us have a balanced diet in K-pop. So, 
Um, it's good. But see, see, I don't give you the boy groups that like the public cares about because they're all so bad. So <laughs> no, that's fine. Um, we don't need them. But but uh, I mean, this dude actually is popular that we have today. Um, if we want to jump right into it. Um, hmm. But um, yeah, because he's on a show that um, I was going to bring something from the Descendant show of, but uh, we'll talk about it later because they'd copyright strike immediately. Um, so it's a dude who did very well on Produce Season 2, which of course I watched, um, but also, at least in this community, probably more known from being a New East, mm-hmm. I would say, at least among us. Um, Big Gachi favorite. So. Yes, a big gachi favorite. Um, it's Huang Min Hyun, um, now doing solo stuff since Hyde forcibly disbanded Newest um, mm. with Hidden Side. Yeah, let's get it. Here we go. Why don't you know? Can you see? You go up, she knows Okay, and how did you find Minhyun's hidden side? 
Again, trouble finding the unmute button. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I might have maybe slightly overstated it in the chat, but this is probably like one of three or four songs that are titles this year that like are actually really good. Mm. Um, so I gave it a, a position on the board. I, I think in another year or another time, it might, you know, I do really like this song. Um, it might not go as high for me, but just in the context of everything else we've been getting, um, there's a lot that I do really like here. Um, and and yeah, um, I've been looping it a decent bit, um, although still it's, it's still Sweet Juice. It's still getting looped, which says something, because that came out quite a while ago. Um, so, yeah. I, I think you mentioned you liked it, so I'm interested to hear yeah, what your I, thoughts I, are. I do really like this song. I think it's really, really good fun. It boggles my mind that people are voting three on this and two on Nmix, but there we go. That's yeah, the world we live in. I agree. I don't understand people <laughs> one bit. What the fuck is that? Like, mm-hmm. honestly. Um, mm-hmm. but <laughs> especially when no one had anything that positive to say about them. But um, yeah, yeah. I, I just think it's a really competently made pop song. That's all mm-hmm. you need, you know? Yeah. It's not like unbelievable or anything but you know the production's really good on the on the backing mm-hmm. track at least not so much on his voice Agreed. but um yeah it's just a really really well made pop song yeah. the only real complaint i have is i don't think his vocals are particularly good and i don't really yeah. like what they do with them in production but other than that like this is about all i could really want from my boy uh, from like a male idol comeback yeah, I, I agree with basically everything you said. I mean, I I think the production on the backing track is really good. Um, they also bring it up to meet his voice in the chorus particularly well. Like, it complements the vocal melody really nicely, which I think a lot of producers have a hard time doing nowadays for whatever reason. Um, yeah, I agree the vocal production's a little bit weak. It's not, like, offensive. It's fine. No, it's just um, on the edge of that. I think. Yeah, I, I see like what they, you mean. They still I, I do the um the weird like crush odd like small mm. voice thing, but not mm. to the degree that some of the other boy groups yeah. do. Yeah, I I can hear that. Um, but he also kind of has a more <sighs> for being in a third gen newest or th- yeah, they're third gen. Um, yeah. uh, for being in a third gen group, I mean, he was a sub vocalist in a third gen group. He, you know, at least from my how I would place him. Um, maybe he might have been their lead vocal. Um, but he he has a bit of a fourth gen boy group voice, like just yeah. you know, it's not bad, just but there's just not a, there's just not a ton to it. Um, which is why then the production is really important, and I think that does it really well here. Like uh, an artist I'm looking forward to this week, who also has a record of the similar thing of having a nothing voice but good production, is uh Park Ji Hoon, another Gachi fave. Mm-hmm. Um is releasing some stuff this week which i'll talk about later um but yeah similar similar thing here um yeah i mean it's a simple pop song but the chorus isn't a chorus that is like catchy through annoyance like the nmix song is um it's actually catchy and i don't know if that's just because i've heard the song enough but i haven't even listened to it that much and i still like can think of this chorus or it'll pop in my head every so on you know, and I'll be like, oh, I'll put that on when I'm in the car. Yeah. Um, so, you know. I'm with you on that. It's, it's, really... it's catchy through the right means. It's just a good mm-hmm. melody, you know? That's all you need exactly. in the chorus, just a really good melody. 
yeah, it's not exactly. just repeating it's... the same phrase a hundred times till your mm-hmm. fucking brain bleeds out your ear. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if I if I struggle sleeping and I have that NMEX talk in my head later, oh, I'm gonna luck. explode. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I had it happen with Anti Fragile, and it it also made me want to explode. So <laughs> also, um, Anti Fragile's chorus is like a million times better than that fucking NMEX song's chorus, <laughs> and that's saying quite a lot. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but it's still a garbage fire. Like you're, you're comparing like a, a nuclear waste fire <laughs> to a garbage fire, so it's like. <laughs> um, I think but, you're a bit unkind, but yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I hate, I hate, I just hate the way anti-fragile sounds. It just grates my head. Uh, like it, it just. Anyway, although I never hated as much as you did on the first lesson, I thought it was bad. I just, yeah, you know, um, I softened on it a lot. But anyway, um, yeah, I mean, the song's good. It's like, there's not a ton to say, which is why I was kind of hesitant to bring it. Um, but I mean, this this also kind of sounds like a New East song, um, which I know Gachi mentioned that, like, he's kind of keeping the New East banner going, um, mm. which I can't appreciate because their late music was quite good, um, pretty consistently. Um, or, you know, they had their, you know, moments, but... Um, I thought their post-produced output was generally pretty good. Um, so, you know, uh, I guess I just with it's not vastly, vastly preferred their earlier stuff. Yeah, New New East just kind of like uh, face, and then like mm. uh, um, Overcome was really good. I'm not an Overcome person. Well, wasn't that post-produced? Was really good. No, I don't, no, post- that was quite old. Overcome was pretty old. Overcome. Yeah, that was quite that a long time ago. Produced. Maybe I'm getting it confused. I think I'm getting it confused with a sound that's a song that sounds similar to it. That was a new New East W song. Probably came after. Bet, bet, um, maybe. Maybe. Oh yeah, I I always get these songs confused. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not yeah. the biggest fan of Overcome. I think it's fine. It's just it wasn't. It doesn't quite hit right for me. Um, but Love Paint is very good. Mm. Um, and Hello as well, obviously classic. Hello, yeah. Um, what is it? Good I Buy? What is that song called? <laughs> do, do you know? It's the it's the one with Goodbye in the title. But I know so what you mean, songs. but it's not one of them that I added to the goodbye, playlist. So I don't know. Baby, like something like that, right? Yeah, so, I know the song you mean. I know exactly the song you mean. Goodbye, bye. Okay, that's the name of the song. Stupid name. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just remember Ren being in a bathroom in that music video. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, random things you remember. Um, yeah, overall, I really enjoy this song. It's probably more like a key to the city. I'm just giving it a better rating because of yeah. what we've been dealing with this year. Because again, it's really it's sweet juice, the B sides from the Purple Kiss album, this song, um, gosh, uh, the Triple S song. Oh yeah, and maybe fighting. But fighting isn't nearly as good. It just like is fun. Um, mm-hmm. So and also that song haunted me when I tried to sleep once. So it's on the nice for that. <laughs> um, so you know, uh, Cupid's there for me. Yeah. But you know, I know it isn't for everyone. I get it. I get it with Cupid. I just it's not my vibe as much. I think it's a well done song. It's just not my. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. And Ocean from the Blues album was really, really good. That was that was definitely there. And Code Cunts too. Oh, yeah, I'm not a Code Cunts person. Um, <laughs> so, 
fair. No, but yeah, I, like, I definitely I think art, but... I, I definitely think Minhyun's up there for one of the better oh, songs this year. The TAN, the Tan song, I actually do really like "Fix You." It's grown on me a lot, um, just because it yeah. does have a good catchy chorus. Um, but uh, this year's been pretty big drag uh, in a lot of ways for me, which is, I mean, at some level, not surprising. Like a lot of my groups are reaching like, you know, the awkward parts of their lifespan. Like you know, mm. uptention all left top media, which is a good thing because top media sucks. Mm. Um, but like, you know, it's a positivity thing, but also like a sad thing at the same time because who knows if they'll do anything else because like teen top had a similar situation i know when they left top media most of them left top media but they kept top media kind of kept the rights to the name and said they were going to promote together like once and then said "Eh." (laughs) it's too much effort um so you know we'll see what happens i i hoping holding out hope they got the name but they're all headed to the military anyway so oh is the the yeah, I saw the follow come up, so I know that, yeah. that uh, you just got blasted. Blew my fucking ears <laughs> off, yeah. <laughs> I don't have the stream on sound, obviously. I just saw it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, thank you, Han S2LM underscore LY. For murdering people's ears. Um, you like it, do. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> we like it, do here. Thank you. Um... <laughs> But so, you know, obviously for me, that's like kind of a a bittersweet thing. And they're a group that I've liked their music, you know, has been towards my top tens for the last couple of years. Mm. Uh, Very, very will put out a song soon, it seems like, which hopefully it's actually good. Please don't be another tap tap. Please. Please be a happy song that's actually good. Like, please just be a song. <laughs> well, yeah, I know I listen to Tap Tap quite a bit, but it is an atrocious song. Um, yeah. Like, I fully concede that. So please do a good song, or at least do like Lay Back, because that was a moody yeah. song, but was good. Um, please, Jellyfish, come on, <laughs> try. <laughs> um, it's jellyfish they don't do that you know this i know i know like golden child are also going to the military now um so like you know and i I would have seun if starship put out more than a mini album a year for him but starship doesn't try hard also for him because they're too distracted with ive um so uh you know kind of stuck with some unfortunate stuff there too i think his contract probably expires next year because it will have been seven years since produce so interested to see what will happen maybe he'll go to like antenna or one of those like i hope so antenna are great labels because he put out more music and like uh, he writes all his stuff now and i from what i hear from him it like slows him down but starship definitely isn't helping um so no. Well, Starship he, you know, don't really want to help anyone other than their big money maker. I think at the moment. <laughs> no, they've never done a great job at balancing. Like, what has Monster yeah. X been up to since I've got big? Like, and, what, and what, what are the they fuck? Doing? Where the fuck is WJSN? You know that they, they just signed. Where the fuck are they? Last year. <laughs> um, <laughs> Can we see them, so, please? Yeah, 
and obviously Seung is not going to be a big money maker, but he still moves albums and does well. Like mm-hmm. he he's maintained a fan base post produce better than some of the one on one dudes have. So, you know, eh, whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay, this was supposed to be positive. Um, let's <laughs> this is always how it goes um, when we do positivity podium. I know. It just becomes I like, know. well, this thing's exciting except for this. But I do actually have some stuff. Um, okay. First of all, I'll mention a song that I could have brought this week but didn't because I would have not had anything to say about it. Um, mm. I think it's a member of a girl group, Ari, from Rocking Dog? Question yes! Mark. I liked this that a lot too! That really good. Um, was it Eyes on Me? Yeah. yeah that's Banger. That song's really good, so recommend that one. Just would not have had enough to say about it. Um, as I mentioned, Park Ji Hoon, dude who... I say this every time, and I feel kind of bad, because it's kind of roasting him, but can't really sing and can't really rap, but somehow makes really good music most of the time. Um, like Kong Daniel, except he can sing a little bit it's more a, than Daniel It's a bit can. of a Produce 101 theme, isn't it? It was season two, because <laughs> I'll get to... I'll get to um, boys planet in a moment um but he is coming back this week um and it's produced by tenzo who's produced all of his good stuff so mm-hmm. good vibes on that and yongook from bap is featuring on one of the b-sides which i don't see very often so excited about that of course i could go either um, way yeah but like at least it'll be a competent rap so like you know we'll yeah hopefully the song's good too but i also um, don't really know if it will fit the song yeah, that's true. Um, we'll have to see, but I'm at least excited to see him featuring on something. Yeah. Um, it's a B-side, though, so it's not like... I don't know. Uh, I feel like I always thought I really liked Yongook back in the BAP days, but then I haven't really liked anything he's done since, so... That's, maybe that's I don't. fair. <laughs> well, actually, no, um, he did that Body Lotion song, right? With, uh, with Sleepy. That was good. while he was BAP was still around though yeah um, Sleepy was under I think that song was put out under TS it was under TS um, yeah it's 2016 yeah, so that, that was good yeah, other than that that was pretty kind of hated everything he's done I mean I haven't loved his solo stuff either um, but I think him being on a pop song is better than his solo stuff so mm. that I can hope for I just um, hope it fits the song because with his voice yeah. it's very difficult to make his rap fit the song if it's true, like a regular pop song it's not quite like I like Cello, who, who, you know, his voice fits more songs more. Although he's yeah. also been doing weird stuff. Um, but whatever. <laughs> um, 
So, so that's another thing. Um, I guess I'll talk about Boys Planet then, which is the song I was going to actually bring because I had more to say about it. So obviously I haven't been watching Boys Planet because never again. Um, <laughs> even though, you know, Produce Season 2 gave me my favorite artist and soon I'm never going to watch an Mnet show again because it sucks the living soul out of you. The scars um, run too deep with Mnet. Yeah. Um, so we're not going to go there, but... Now that the Tension Boys are eliminated, I don't care at all about the people that are on the show anymore. So I can just like <laughs> watch the stages and have fun with it. Um, and I watched; they did their um, like the original song battle mm. one, where there's like five new songs and like five little groups. This last little round of things, um, and quite a few of the songs were actually pretty good, like su- somewhat surprisingly. Um, they mm. were more like classic sounding boy group stuff rather than fourth gen sounding stuff um Ooh. which is a pl- you're probably still not gonna like them diggy i i'm not gonna get <laughs> your hopes up too much um but like um and it seems like too from just like doing a cursory learning of the names um that the final group is at least gonna have some pretty decently talented people in it hopefully um which you know on mnet shows can be pretty hit or miss um like just a a little quick rundown of the people who are interesting uh for me um the guy who's been in first and will probably finish first sung hanbin um he's like not the most interesting vocalist or anything but he did do onf's beautiful beautiful solo for his little evaluation thing and you have to give someone props for that (laughs) because that's pretty impressive um and then the the chinese member um sanghao that the koreans like is like actually quite talented besides being pretty um which i feel like is uh, you know doesn't happen that often um and also a lot of them are older a lot of them are like 2000 to 2002 birthdays which God, is calling that older much... is making me feel so old that's because that's around <laughs> my age um yeah i know I'm that's old. much much better than what we're normally getting from i'll go with peak now. time with the 30 year olds thanks <laughs> that's better for me that's um and then um one of the people's there are a couple of pretty good vocalists that seem hopefully will get in at least kim tere um should um who's pretty good although he he kind of sounds a little bit like an old man like not fully but like has a little bit of like there's a little bit of airiness in his voice that makes him sound way older than he is um <laughs> Which is kind of amusing. Um, but anyway, on to the songs. Um, one of them's really bad. It's called Supercharger. It's so bad. <laughs> um, if like, it's about it's a car not... part, it's probably going to be shit. Usually that's the theme with I think it is stuff. about a car part. But well, it's, it's a Supercharger, it's not a f- yeah. Yeah, it's not like fourth gen bad. Like, it's not, you know, NCT noise music, <laughs> but it is really bad. Um, so ignoring that one, the other four did make my playlist. Um, Switch is weird um it's not a great song but i enjoyed it enough um tere is the main vocalist on that one um and he does particularly carry the live performance because he legitimately ad-libbed a high note that wasn't on the you know record track which is nice when an artist actually does that um Mm -hmm. and then there are three ones that are that i think are pretty good say my name was pretty decent um it reminded me a lot of and this is going to go over your head one of the songs from season two um uh i know you know i think was the name of it on season two like the the kind of 
lighter pop type song, um, like a little chill. Um, and then um, the two that I quite liked, there's one called Over Me um, that was really good. Um, had some good vocals on it, although the production on the studio versions is very fourth gen and unfortunate. Okay. Um, the live version is quite good. And the, the, the stage is enjoyable to watch because they do actually sing live. Um, there's definitely a backing but there is live vocals too that mnet doesn't seem to have edited too too much which is mm, okay. nice i'm once. doubtful because of what girls planet was like towards the yeah, end yeah i know i know but, but i'll, I, I'll I have a look is... i'll maybe watch more yeah. from the stream um so over me i i quite liked um the the performance was particularly good because Eminent's camera work, camera work was actually good and the choreo is like decently cool for it mm. um so it worked pretty well um, and then the song that I liked the most that I was going to bring is called On Guard. Um, it's the one that has Huey from Pentagon oh. on it. Um, so, of course, that's great. He sings live on the stage, too, of course. Sounds really good. It also has um, the next best vocalist in the show that's left. Juani was also really good, but, you know. Um, Sung Kwan, who was in One the Nine um, when they oh, were okay. around. Um, but also is a pretty good voice. Um, both of them hit high notes in, you know, in the live stage, which are both pretty good. Um, it's overall quite enjoyable. Um, it's just, it sounds like a, a, a boy group song I would like from a few years ago. It's mm -hmm. just like, it's, it's not like a bright song or anything. It's still definitely like that classic boy group vibe, but it, it's so it's a lot more melodic. It doesn't have really all those weird things going on that a lot of group songs do now. And particularly because it, there's a live stage, you hear the voices more. Um, and and there's a couple other people who sing on the live stage too that are pretty decent. And the rappers are fine, which you know is good. <laughs> um, some of the other stages like reminded me of oh you're a fourth gen rapper. Like, one of the dudes who raps on Switch. You might like, as well mm. not even be here. Mm, yeah, and like I know this is a voting show, so people like get invested in in these dudes. But like you know, I'm not watching, so I don't really. The only person I know much about because everyone I follow on Twitter apparently likes him is is Tede, which is why I've mentioned him a couple of times. Um, so like he, I know things about him randomly because I can't escape it. Um, but uh, yeah, I'd I'd say I'd recommend going and giving those a watch. Um, particularly recommend On Guard, um, at least for you know Hui being there. Uh, I feel like everyone here at least likes his voice enough that yeah, it would be worth a quick quick peruse. Still um, bizarre that he's not winning at the moment for me, but you know, um, people ain't got yeah. Taste. I mean, yeah, he should be first, but also I'm not mad at it because I'd rather him go back to Pentagon. <laughs> True. Um, <laughs> so no i'd i'd rather that happen um and i you know i think the group as is or you know the people who float around being in the top nine um would be pretty solid from what i've you know quickly seen at least from this little round um i think they're missing like a a true main vocalist like who he would be but i that's think that's always the way with these shows though look at well, kepler they have like maybe yeah. one person who can sing good, and everybody else well, is like I mean, meh one at of, best. One of one had Jay Juan at least, but the rest of the group was kind of like. Eh. I feel like the produced um, groups usually had at least someone who was good. Like, like even you know, uh, Eyes One have a lot of weak vocalists, but Yuri's really yeah. good. 
Well, I mean, I think a couple of the people in the top nine are good vocalists. Like, I think Zhang Hao is, I think Tere is, um, if he manages to stay in the top nine, I think Gunwok is. I cannot say his name. Um, but um, there isn't quite the person that, like, stands out like a Jae Hwan did. Or like you know, like Hui obviously does, or like um, the the dude from One of the Nine does, mm-hmm. um, which I you know tend to look for because I really like vocalists like that. But you know, um, I think they'd probably be solid. But who knows if Mnet then gives them fourth gen? You all sound the same nonsense. Then what's the point? Yeah. So um, we'll have to see. But it was at least nice to watch these things. And I've heard also from Akio that peak time is really enjoyable. Okay. I just. I can't with how they disrespected Romeo. Um, I only heard like a, a very hilarious story, story from it. I haven't heard anything else from it. Well, like they, they kicked off the first like eight groups <laughs> before the show started oh, and wow. they didn't air their audition stages, which oh, that's so shitty. Yeah. So that's just, it left such a sour taste in my mouth that I'm not going to watch it, but Fair. I'll probably go watch the stages at some point. I think Jong up, uh, also a BAP has been like tearing things up which makes sense makes sense um because you know <laughs> he is an amazing dancer but also can sing pretty well um I just heard a very funny story from it um because they've the got gr- people, the people from got kicked DG no they, I don't yeah. think he got kicked no. guy no, from they DGNA got kicked. mm-hmm yeah, so, so all I heard was there was a guy from DGNA who was like on there, uh, who used to be called The Boss DGNA. They made one of my favorite songs ever called Real Go, which is a ridiculous song, but I love it. And uh, and one of the guys from there was was getting loads of shit from the public because um he's portraying like a really innocent type of um uh like image apparently and then they found like uh, pictures of him going to like a put like a Japanese porn star's birthday party and they were like you can't do that <laughs> which is yeah, like they, just a um, ridiculous thing to say but you know <laughs> yeah they they left the show that's okay. why. Basically, uh, JTBC basically booted them. It seems well, like, shit. which is dumb. Why? Like, Korea's gonna Korea. Um, so you know, guess. I hope they sue. Morally question. Well, it seems like you know they did the thing of oh we've decided to leave or part ways or whatever. You know that's not actually true, but oh, shit. Um, it's just like when members get kicked out of groups and they're like we mutually just and you're like no, no you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> um. But but yeah, I've heard the performances are pretty good, and I know uh, as much as I'll hate on them for what they did for their first round, for the round where that like they're doing on produce now, where they do the new songs, and then you know some people will leave after. Um, for them on on peak time when they did that round, they gave the groups that got kicked off that like 
you know, were removed because they were ranking low. Um, like new songs that they already paid for and they had the rights to and just mm-hmm. gave the rights and, uh, you know, the song to the groups as they left, which That's is a cool. pretty nice thing to do. Um, so I'll give them props for that as much as, you know, the start was pretty bad. Um, so you know, it seems like it's a, at least a somewhat better form of the survival show, you know, formula that we keep getting over and over again. Because it's not like a Kepler or... Epler, as people like to call whatever the the boys planet group is going to be, um, are going to be you know like groundbreaking groups, kind of the way that like um, IOI or even uh, to a lesser extent, but still one on one were. Um, obviously, it's not going to be kind of the same, and people just keep trying to do it. So when the formula is new, it's kind of nice. Like the mm. unit was good, but hell yeah. Only if both those groups would have stayed around longer because they were both quite good. Um, yep. So, anyway, I I think that kind of sums it up. But yeah, I'd recommend going and listening to to that Ari song. So eyes on me. Mm-hmm. And then, um, watch the Boys Planet stages. Even the Supercharger stages, amusing to watch because it's bad. Um, <laughs> but um, at least go watch on. On guard. Um, and all the groups have hilarious names because you know they make the names for the groups. So the name for the group for on guard is on butter, which is just what? so dumb. <laughs> what is that even supposed to mean? I have no clue. But the, the members made it themselves, so well, good for them. It's shit. <laughs> it's these teenagers' fault. Um, <laughs> yeah, stupid bloody teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> so and Hui, um, you know, who's oh. much older than and Sung Hwan, who's also much older than the rest of them. Um, oh. But you know, so yeah, uh, I'll, I'll plug that. I've I've at least enjoyed it. It's just been a little bit refreshing to see, you know, let's not have to deal with the stress of the show, but also just you know the performances are enjoyable to watch, which I rarely get from performances mm-hmm. nowadays. And the songs were good, so you know I'm not not complaining. Hoping Bepler will end up having a good lineup and produce good music, but um, I wouldn't get your hopes up, mate. Yeah, yeah, never get I your really hopes wouldn't. up. No, 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 no I, I'm well aware. It, I really wouldn't. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not going to get my hopes up at all. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think I think yeah. that's all, unless you have anything else. I got some positives. Um, yeah. So, echoing you, Rocking Doll Ari's Eyes on Me is an absolute banger. Love that song. It's great. Uh, Juju Secrets, Lonely Night, as we were talking about with Swither. Amazing song. Really good. enjoy that. So um, <laughs> I know I know I'm getting a reputation for myself, but I, I'm just gonna keep perpetuating it, right? So a pokey featured on a random J-pop girl group's song, uh, a gr- group called Girls Two, but it's stylized like it's Girls Squared, uh, with a song called Countdown. Definitely check that out. I enjoyed that because a pokey's there and her voice is incredible. 
Um, you're really the pokey is really your number one apparently now. I just really like her <laughs> voice, man. I just you don't hear that voice from anyone else. It's just so good. But um, yeah, really enjoyed that. Uh, what else? I got. Um, I don't want to talk about stuff that we could talk about on the show, so I won't. But yeah. CSR, who I, I usually hate because they have really not good vocals, uh, had a they have a B side. On oh. their latest EP called Eighteen. Which I quite like. Eighteen brackets yeah, signal. I I so. did not enjoy that. <laughs> the title. I I thought the title didn't have the same uh, middle school energy that their other songs have had. So it was less um, middle school, but you know. Yeah, yeah. I liked it. It's I wasn't gonna write home about it or mention it for this, but you know. Hmm. But but yeah, I like that B side. Um, that was good. Other than that, I don't want, can't really talk about Bobby because we could talk about him in future. Um, I guess other than that, um, I'll recommend like a couple of things that are a little. I mean, I guess that's not really that much older. Um, JB, uh, formerly of Got Seven, had a a B side, I think, on his uh, latest single called Wonder, which is really good. I think it was a b-side let me check fairly sure it was yeah so i think his title was called one moment but he has a b-side called wonder which is pretty good r&b song i enjoy that quite a lot um so i probably won't like it then <laughs> <laughs> i don't know it's not like it's not like ridiculously r&b it's not like okay. you know samuel so or anything I've, but I've, I've liked some of the got seven R&B ish stuff because it's less like pure R&B. This is just not a genre that I'm yeah. a huge fan of. But I, I think it's solid. And other than that, I got way back into Wednesday Campanella's IQ sound.
if I don't know if they, they might claim the fuck out of me if I put that in, so it might not be in the VOD or whatever, ah. but I'll try. Um, it's a great song. Really enjoy that song. It's like a really amazing atmosphere about that song. But um, yeah, other than that, it's all stuff that I can't really talk about in case we talk yeah. about it on the show. That's fair. I, I do find it amusing that you thought I was going to do Bobby, of all people. Um, <laughs> He's a man. You like men. <laughs> you know? It yeah, figures. Bobby, like, anything YG is, like, you... Or I know they're not YG anymore, but, like, any, like, uh, just is so far off from, like, I'm not... I was uh, I was joking for the record about, about I know, you doing I know. it. <laughs> I know. I'm it's it's like, more something that Akio might bring at some point, because she quite gets Ak- on with Akio those guys. Akio would bring it. God, she might would bring something like that but god she's unfortunately works on sundays she was complaining mm. i saw a tweet from her this morning that people lined up at her work at 8 a.m to have breakfast like who Fuck. who on a sunday calm it's down a weekend people <laughs> lie in bed it's also like easter so go to brunch instead like mm. come on like weird anyway um poor poor gotchi having to work on the weekends we miss gotchi yeah um, sucks so Oh yeah, and other than yeah. that, I got way more into Jumper by Kokunst than I was on the show, so that's a okay. great song. Enjoy. <laughs> it was fine. It just it wasn't my cup of tea. Um, I think it really hit home when I was sat in a trendy cafe in Hongdae with it on, and I was like, oh man, this is the shit. <laughs> it, is, it is the kind of place that those songs like make sense for. Yeah. Um, it's like uh, when jo- when Seon's roller coaster came out, and like I listened to the album like walking around Olympia Park. In, in Munich, like on you know a nice summer day, I was like that mm. really fits, like Fair. you know so, uh, kind of times that like things fit, you know the place you are make you like them more, or at least like fit, you know fits what you're going for more. Um, mm. So, but, yeah, I mean I graduate in like about a month. So Yay! I'll be less busy. And I'll start working eventually, which I think I'll be less busy when I'm working. So, you know. Yeah, I wouldn't matter. Uh, well, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. But I'm school really, like, at least, like, these last two semesters really, like, it's a constant yeah. for me. So, like, I don't I don't really get away from it. So, um, yeah. You'll me- you might be less busy when you're working, but you'll be more tired. Trust me. <laughs> that's fair. I, so. I, I get how that would be the case. Um, yeah. But, uh yeah, I'll, I'll at least have more regular time to be able to do things like, you know, D&D, and uh, we haven't done that for a while. Mm. Uh, yeah, or, we're good um, to get back to that. Or consistently, you know, I've been making the show more often this semester just because I haven't had time to do D&D, so I can do the show. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but, uh, but yeah, at least looking forward to, like, having more... It's it's not like control over your own time, but it is at the same time. It's like there's at least a bit more bounds on things. I feel like, um, and mm. sometimes school allows you to have. Um, so yeah, it's whether that's what I'm hoping for too. That you know, work will be easier. I don't know. I had a very di- very opposite experience, but maybe yeah. it's just the work I, I was it, doing. I think it really depends on what you do. Um, I mean, I'll have a firm 40 hour a week job. So that's a plus. Um, mm-hmm. So you have more money. That's for sure. That, that's the well, good bit. That too. That too. And I also might get to travel for work. So that, mm. that would be nice. Hit me up if um, you're ever in the UK. Uh, well, I am. 
I feel like the UK is less likely with what I'm going to be doing. Yeah. Um, but it's still possible. But Most if it happens, me, you know, let me know. I, yeah. Well, and flights to the UK do tend to be quite cheap, or at least they, they can be. I can get, you know, a round trip to London for every so often. It'll pop up for like 400, 600 bucks, which is a lot less than most places. So, you know, uh, it's not cheap, but it's more doable than some other places based mm-hmm. on airfare, potentially. It's Fair close, enough. so it's an easier short trip than like. It's not close, but it's, I guess it's closer. It's it's only like five, you know. It's there is probably only like a f- six hour flight, I guess. Mm, which I guess it makes Maybe it it more. makes it a lot easier for um than like you know it's the easiest place in Europe for me to get basically. So you Fair. know. I'll only say that, you know, and I mean, I've traveled internationally enough that it allows you to take a slightly shorter trip than, say, a place that goes like you have to do nine hours or chain, you know, have a layover or something. So, yeah, um, don't recommend the hitting... 14 hours that I had to do on the way oh, back from yeah. Seoul. <laughs> that yeah. was a fucking brutal flight home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm sure I'm when we go to Romania in the summer, we it has two connections. So it's going to be like. 18, 19 hour travel days, so it's mm. gonna be brutal. Um Yikes. but you know, we'll we'll survive uh hoping that uh, the layovers treat us nicely. <laughs> <laughs> um but you know, we'll see what happens. Um uh so yeah, um until next time I guess. Uh, hoping mm. I'll be calling in about a good Park Ji Hoon song. I guess hope so. Something like "Oh my wing," (laughs) that weird ass delivery (laughs) does of that that line. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Always gets me when I listen to that, and I forget that he does that weird thing when he says (laughs) "wing." (laughs) It's not even like one of the Park Ji Hoon songs that I. I mean, I like that song, but I I like (laughs) a few of his other ones a lot more. But (laughs) (laughs) so. Uh, but but yeah. Anyway, I'll I'll leave you to it. Um, unless sure. you wanted to, to play, I mean, I'll hop into the chat if you wanted to play the the produce songs. But I'm sure you want to sign off. So, yeah. especially with how tired you probably are. So I'm pretty tired, but I'm down to yeah. stay for a little bit once I finish this up. Okay. Well, way I will leave you to it. Great chatting with you as always, and uh, glad you had such a good time in Korea. So yeah, thank you. Great in chatting with you too. It's been feels like it's been too long, probably just because I've been away. But um, yeah, 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 it has been a while. But that's that is life sometimes. So mm-hmm. but yeah. hope to be back on on the regular with things. Yeah, uh, that would be so. that would be great. Uh, appreciate you, man. So, appreciate you too. Yep. Talk bye to you later. Bye. Talk to you later. And that is the end of the audio podcast for this week. We shall hopefully have one again next week. We'll see how we go. But um. Yeah, I'm aiming to keep doing them weekly now that I'm back. See how it goes.